from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yes! Gang's all here. You see that commercial with uh, Martha Stewart wearing only an apron? Mm. Yes. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Slow down, everybody. Hold on. Sorry. Say that again before Shem jumped in. Sorry. I, I Pick said, your jump off the ground, Shem. I said, hey, Shem, did you see that commercial with Martha Stewart wearing only an apron? Twice. So, so she's, <laughs> she, she, so 81-year-old Martha Stewart, 81, uh, uh, she's pitching some, I don't know, Green Mountain Coffee, some coffee brand, and she does a commercial for them where she is nude wearing only, like, a white apron. What? Yeah, let me, I'll play it for you. Listen to this. Oh, hi there. I'm just enjoying the natural flavor of pumpkin spice from Green Mountain Coffee Roasters. And nothing else, literally, a thing of natural beauty. No, 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 not me. My Green Mountain Coffee Roasters Pumpkin Spice Coffee. It's made with natural flavors. That means they've stripped away the artificial and left nothing but goodness. We have a lot in common. Okay. (laughs) You know, Martha Stewart strikes me as a person who has done and just like does this all the time anyway be in the kitchen with no clothes on and just an apron it's true martha stewart yeah martha stewart's right? reinvention is actually quite incredible because like she if you remember like martha stewart like she posts like some thirst traps oh, on social and they do very very like her coming well, out of the pool she, like her coming out of the pool that one where she's like lying down and she talks about how she doesn't use filters she's nope. never had plastic surgery like yeah, she's yeah. super open about all this stuff but she really she came out of prison a whole new woman oh, I mean, most people yeah. come out of prison a whole new something <laughs> yeah, but she yeah. came out of prison a whole a whole new a whole new woman that that is usually only a look that is pulled off in movies i don't know anybody who's done or tried to turn somebody on their partner with the nude under a uh under an apron well here so that have you ever done my, that? I have never. No, 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 no. But my question, because you're the, the, the chef in the group, right? Yes, yes. Um, have you ever cooked at home with just yeah. an apron on, nothing else? Uh, I've done apron and underpants. Okay, close enough. I, I did, did make I did an apron. I, I, did an ap- I did apron and underpants this week. Did you really? Were you yeah, because I took I took I, uh, some, uh, uh, chicken where the, the the oil was like flying up and stuff like this. But I didn't do it to be Ooh, sexy oh, though. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. You I did it because it was too hot. It. Nah, yeah, no. I just yeah, I took I take my shirt off when I cook anyway, right? Really? Uh, because I, yeah, because I don't want to get grease afraid? on it and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but then you're like, what if like hot grease hits your chest? Uh, pff, whatever. I'd rather I'd rather a small burn on my chest than ruin a good t-shirt. Oh jeez. <laughs> I've never I've never I've never done I've never. So Diva, nobody. Have you, have you ever? Have, or like your husband at home? N- I no, I'm like sweater, sweater. Um, sweatpants, apron. So none of this uh, sweater, sweatpants, and an apron. <laughs> yeah, I, I get cold very easily. Like right now, I'm even in this massive sweater. Okay, so but that's we're not how, we're, we're not talking about the temperature. We're talking about like you know you know what I mean, right? Like yeah, but you I wouldn't. don't. 
No, I don't think so. You're not, no? you're not the type. Maury, how now, many times a week? I have done it for Valentine's Day. Uh, Matthew did it work? Me, no. Matthew bought me a <laughs> William Sonoma apron. <laughs> yeah. And his response was, what are you doing? The neighbors can see. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Not happy Valentine's Day. I love you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Okay, I'm excited. All right. Hey, it's time for Name That Quarantine. Games Week continues on the Roz and Mocha Show. Love, 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 love these games. Yeah, so the theme for this edition of Name That Quarantine in honor of uh, TIFF, the Toronto International Film Festival, kicking off. uh, These are all songs made famous by appearing in a film. Okay. And... Again, the way that Name That Quarantine is played is the question was asked, can you identify a legendary song by a legendary artist, really, by only hearing the very first line of that song? No. And it's a very difficult game to play. And so these are all songs made famous by movies, okay? Now, for the first time in Name That Quarantine, there will be bonus points up for grabs. So if you are able to name the artist and song title. Yeah. If you are able to name the artist and song title, you can go for the bonus point if you can also tell me what movie it was famous for. Oh, my God. Really? But you're yes. still right if you just do song and title. Correct. You still get one point, but uh-huh. then you get to play for another point if you can also give me the film. You okay. lose nothing God. at okay. that point if you do not oh. get it right. Maury's so worried. So, uh, so Maury, for everybody listening at home, uh, if we can hear your buzzer, please. Mocha, your buzzer. And uh, Shem, you will be uh, my official judge and uh, scorekeeper because if it's confusing to me on who buzzed in first, I will rely on you. Got you. Okay, here we go. Mocha, give me number seven. I never meant to call uh, Mocha. That is um, uh, Purple Rain by Prince. You're going to go for the bonus? The bonus point from the movie uh, Purple Rain. Correct. Yeah. Ah, yes, oh, yes. That is yes. a quick two points. Oh, oh, that is a quick two oh, points. Okay. Give me uh, number one. Oh, Maury. It is the BG Saturday Night Fever, and it is from uh, the movie is called Saturday Night Fever. Incorrect. Can I Which go for the part? steal? Mocha, you can go for the steal. BGs, yep. staying alive. Oh, correct. Going for the bonus point. Yes. Uh, Saturday Night Fever. Correct. Wait, but I got, I got the artist in the movie. Yes. No, you no, but no, but you didn't get you. You can't go for the bonus, Maury, unless you get artist and song title. I thought I could mix and match. You cannot. Just you're confusing people now, man. The rules are laid out. Stop changing the rules. Right. Uh, Sham, the current score is what? Four nothing. Because he's got oh, two points. Remember. Oh man. Uh, okay, give me number thirteen, Mocha. Thirteen. Mocha. Then in control. That is on our own by Bobby Brown uh, from the uh, Ghostbusters Two movie. Correct. Wow. That is another yeah. two I, points. Yo, you know, what's so funny because I just listened to that song last week because I was thinking about it. Oh, I would know it from that point. Yes, I know that song. All right. Uh, give me number six, please. Uh, Yo, Mocha. Come on. Mocha. Whitney Houston, I will always love you. Bonus points from the bodyguard. Wow. Wow. Come wow. on, guys. Wow. Yo, Maury, 
Just go home, man. I, I have. I've, I'm checking Twitter now. <laughs> I'm so bad at this game. Uh, Shem, if you could give me uh, the score so far, please. More close your ears. It's 8 nothing for Mocha. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, number three, please. Number three. Maury. It is a simple mind. Don't you forget about me from the Breakfast Club. Yes, that's correct. Oh, that's good one. Yeah, yeah, good one. yeah. Who's clapping now? Okay. We are because okay. you got it right. Thank you. Okay, okay. <laughs> number number four, please. Look into my Oh, Mocha. Yeah. <laughs> my mom loves this song so much because I think that she thinks about my dad. Oh, during this song, when the song so plays, sweet. Brian Adams, yep. everything I do, I do for you, and yep. I know it is from the Robin Hood movie. Nope, it's not from the Robin Hood movie. Okay, I don't want to go for bonus points, but I got the song right. No, you didn't. No, you, you didn't get the no. song title right. I didn't get it right. No, you did not. You oh did come not. on, guys! Damn it, damn it, Maury for the steal. Oh, Brian God. Adams, everything I do, I do it for you. From the movie, the uh, uh, Robin Hood the soundtrack. Prince of Thieves. You, you, oh, wow. There you go. Two wow. points. Oh, come on. No. He, Mocha, he Mocha, you he, said everything I do, I do for you. Yeah. You did not say everything I do, I do it for you. Oh, oh. son of a. Rules is rules. Come rules on. is rules. Uh, Mocha, give me number 17, please. Mocha. That is Lady Marmalade by uh, Christina Aguilera, Pink. Maya, Lil Kim, and it's wow. from the uh, for the bonus point the um, 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 Moulin Rouge movie soundtrack. Wow! There you go. Wow! Oh. Wow! Wow! Yes! Wow. Yes! Yes! That's a hot track oh, right is. there. This is my part right here. Right here. Yes, please. Uh, oh, here, give me this one. Number 14. Let's see if you guys get this. Number 14. Oh! oh Mocha. That is... Oh, my God. I almost forgot the buzz in. Wow. You almost fell. <laughs> that is Unchained Melody Yeah. by the... Oh, my God. They're brothers. Is it the Everly Brothers? No. Uh, Mocha for the... Mori, Mor, Damon Mori for the Steel. It is Unchained Melody by the Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers. Oh, right. Yes. And for the bonus point, what movie made this song famous? Oh, come famous? on, Maury. You better Ghost. know this. Okay, good. Ghost. Yes, two points. <sighs> Shem, what's the score right now? I'll tell you right now. It is. Hold on. Because we got like. It is 10 to 6. Okay, okay. Hold on. Here, here, Maury. I'll give you, I'll give you one that, uh, I'll give you one definitely that you'll know. Okay? Fair. Uh, here we go. Uh, Mocha, uh, let's end with this one. Number two, please. Can I still buzz if I know it? Yeah, yeah of course. Oh, it's a game. That Mocha. is Huey Lewis in the news. Power yes. of love from right. Back to the Future. Well, no, in Correct fairness, no, no, no. Oh! Come that on, was Maury. for me. No, no, said, no, Here's one for you. No, yeah, you no. shouldn't have been allowed you to buzz buzzed in. earlier. You should have buzzed earlier. What's case, Shem? The final score is what? Thirteen to six. Oh, oh good game. That is how you play. Name that cartoon. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I haven't worked out in a while. How many days? Uh, uh, no, I, I worked out last week. Oh, like, okay. Last week. That's it's, fine. It's been, it's been about a week. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I had remember I had to go to the gym to shower, right? Oh, so then once right. I started, because we were at, we had like all these problems with my bathroom and the mm -hmm. water. And Is the, the bathroom oh, fixed? Like, I just yesterday it was fixed. So what were you doing? So every day were you going? To the gym, yeah, just to shower, not just, to work out, just to take a shower. Now no, but Catherine... then some days I would work out, but then I got to oh. the point of where the gym then just became my bathroom. 
What do you mean? Where I would just go and shower and not work out. Like, oh. like I started and I would just go have a workout so and then shower afterwards. Yeah. But then I had stuff to do and I'm like, well, I got to go. I can't be there right now. I got to go take a shower. But instead of like, I can't just whip home and take a shower. So I had to go to the gym to take a shower. And then after a couple of times, I was like, that's just like my bathroom. Yeah. I go in, have a poop, have a shower. And then, I, <laughs> and then, I'm, and then I'm, on my, and I'm on my way. Okay. But you're not uh, sitting on the toilet at the gym bathroom. As long as you are at home. No, are you? no, 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 no. Do you no. talk to people in there? Uh, I try not to more. Mm. I really like do. Like in the dressing room, you mean? Or yeah. In the shower? In the shower? What? Excuse me. Is it's a private like a shower. No, no, no. I haven't been to a gym like that in years. I told you that. How's the temp of the water, guys? No, man. I told you. I used to go to a gym where it was one pole right in the middle of the room, and uh -huh. it had like six spigots off the top of it, and you all used to stand in a circle and stare at each other, right? And and the, and you didn't have like, you, you didn't have control over your own water. Like you had to push a button, yeah, and it, would, it was on worse. like a timer. And so you'd be like, <sighs> like lathering. 60 seconds or something. Bro, it's oh, like, it's just, work. yeah, it's like going camping. No, so, so, so if the bathroom at home was busted up, right? Yeah. So were Catherine and Roxy They would take also? baths. They would just take baths. Oh, right. Because oh, right. yeah. the bath still worked. Yes, the bath still worked. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I'm not a bath guy. Yeah, I know. It's, it's dangerous, man. Yeah, you it's too dangerous yourself. taking a bath. I'd hurt myself. Exactly. Yeah. No, what about with like, okay. What? If you use, still at home. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Did I already recommend, like, filling a bucket with water and then using, like, a rag to wipe yourself down? Like a horse? Like, thank you. Oh, like uh, Chinese. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going more with horse. I'm with more. I'm with, the, I'm with the other white guy on this one. That doesn't sound cultural. That sounds animal. It yeah. is, man. Because yeah? if you're only really, like right? Because when you shower, you yeah. don't, like, lather up everywhere anyway, right? No, you I don't. Say, you're you right. You've got to wash the important parts. Yes. So if you get, like, a cloth yeah. and you soap it up, right. and you get, like, your face, your armpits, no. No. If your, you everything okay, you know, You know me and how I shower, okay? Uh, if you gave me a bucket, honestly, yeah. if you gave me a bucket and said, here, use this to wash, you know mm -hmm. what I would probably do? What? Squat in it. <laughs> Natural instinct. Right? <laughs> I'd squat in it, get up, give it a shake. Yeah. And a dry. Yeah. And, and that's, that's it. That's it. Yeah. And then I you're would, gone. Yeah. I would, just so, I would just soak the parts that need cleaning. Right. At the gym, do you that's... towel off in the shower or do you come out naked? Uh, ooh, geez, no, I um. Don't answer. He's trying yeah, to get no, a visual. No, I know. Right yeah, now. no, He's I know. No, never mind. No, right I, I, no, I don't even. I don't even. I don't even. I'm not painting any kind of picture of you, man. <laughs> with me in the shower and what I do and what my habits are. Okay, no, it's not. It's not cool. Don't fall for the no, trap, bro. It's <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Twitter was a place yesterday, huh? Oh, boy, was it ever. I was just going to say yesterday, my entire day on Twitter was different. I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, first of all, nobody could have been prepared for exactly what the reaction was going to be when the queen died. We all knew she was going to die. Yeah, at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but 96 I've years never, old. That's a great life. Man, it, yeah, it, totally. I, I was just so ill-prepared for how many branches this thing would have as far as reactions go and it was immediate it yeah. was like I, I, you, I couldn't even begin to try and figure it all out to sort of go through you know all of the different reactions because the people who were writing you know I, i'd read something that was just like really beautiful and i was like oh my god that was just like so well put and so beautiful and life and service and everything else and then i'd read something else and i'm like oh yeah then there's that yeah. and then i read something else and i'm like oh yeah there's that like i've never seen one event branch out in so many different ways 
days than it was yesterday immediately. And I think that that is just because, you know, everybody was just so prepared for this. I mean, mm-hmm. the palace has been preparing for this for 60 years. They may, they, they've had this plan in place on what they're going to do when she dies. Hey, do you think they meant they like they told the BBC before it was released to the world so that the BBC could be prepared to cover the story because one thing I saw yesterday um was it was before the announcement happened said hey did anyone notice somebody pointed out that the BBC had changed their logo uh to white font with uh, a black background and that yeah. all of their their on-air uh presenters had all changed their clothes what they were wearing earlier in the day to um just straight up black yeah everybody people people there have had a black outfit in wardrobe oh for, yes for four years i kind of figured that for, for but that's part of the question think, I, I i think that everybody knew as soon as as soon as you found out harry was on his way mm-hmm. oh okay yeah, that, yeah that's yeah. when that's when that's when everybody knew Mm-hmm. Right, but they also have the the secret plan called London Bridge, where maybe Mocha's right. Like you know, part of it is tell BBC first. No, 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 no. That those those sort of code words are for the upper echelons of within the palace, so they know without people beneath them knowing. So mm. those messages are passed. Um, but Operation London Bridge was the 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 I can't remember what the actual code word was because they all got these weird code words mm-hmm. that no that, that and, and but London Bridge we've heard the, that one before day, didn't L- we L- yeah. Operation London Bridge is the plan right oh, that's okay, not, that's, okay, okay. That, that's not the, that's not the code word for when she when she died but it was really wild they all got these crazy code words for when they died um, but yeah no you're right because people were like you I, I saw that on Twitter where they were people were watching the BBC going um all the anchors have suddenly started wearing black mm-hmm. what's like, up with what's, that like what's yeah what's up with that but yeah no every I mean they've been so just so prepared do, for this right do you think that the guy who's selling the used tea bag from the queen that's now for twelve thousand dollars on eBay has been waiting like holding it and some container until today who has a used tea bag from what? the queen there's somebody selling on ebay it went up on ebay yesterday after right. it was announced that she died a tea bag used by the queen and it's selling for twelve thousand dollars like no, verified and everything else yeah but from how long ago like a, a tea bag that from it last week or? that it doesn't no, say I'm a couple sure of years ago I'm sh- yeah i'm sure he's had this thing for decades oh 1998 Okay, oh my yeah, God! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So the answer to that question is yes, Maury. He was waiting until the day it's she like died guy, to sell the tea bag. Do you remember? Um, I can't remember how long ago, but there was a guy who was, and I think we talked to him maybe, or we just talked about the story at one point. Didn't some guy have like a um, a sweaty towel from Michael Jordan that he kept in like a, a plastic container? Yes. I would. Ew. That he was you gross. <laughs> you kind of gross. Just be so I have a framed, <laughs> sweaty used towel from Lionel Richie. No, you there guys you are all so gross. You're all so, so, so gross. But, uh, but yeah, no, uh, I know. I'm sure Black Twitter was going crazy yesterday. Yes, Irish, oh Irish God. Twitter, Bro. Irish Twitter was going Irish crazy. Twitter. And, 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 and no, yeah, no, for seriously, real. It was. Damn, for if you real, go and man. search hashtag Irish Twitter, it's a thing. Uh, oh, yes. yeah, yeah. If the queen dies. I, I, Irish Twitter is going to go, going to go bananas, right? Yeah. Um, oh but yeah, boy. No, it was. And it on, was a on, real on Irish tri- Twitter. It was like, here are some facts. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was no, a no, lot no, of that. No. A lot of yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. There was there was there was a lot of that. But like I said, you know, I, I felt so many different ways yesterday because you'd read something that was just you know quite beautiful and. 
uh, and then you'd immediately turn around and read something that was it, it was almost like they were speaking of a different person but mm-hmm. it, but that sort of made sense too and it was it was like the whole day was a was a giant contradiction and and you know I was sort of just observing how everybody else was feeling not really knowing how to feel myself yeah if that makes any sense yeah, right yeah 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 the Roz and Mocha show podcast podcast I'll tell you there's almost something that's uh, like off-putting or disarming about the speed at which the protocols happened yesterday for the the queen like even hearing the queen is dead long live the king i'm like oh too soon right yeah right but like, i guess they have to they, that's that's the they plan. have it's, to do it, it right everything is everything is protocol but i find that stuff just so like and, and immediately like immediately after it happened you know the headlines were that prince william and kate middleton's titles have been changed on social media like everything wow. like you don't even do that when you break up with someone you no. know what i mean like you, you think it was saved like, in the drafts and then like it was just everything ready to go everything now do they do like an official like is there an official ceremony like privately for prince charles before he becomes king charles like is somebody standing there saying okay you are now no he's now king it's happened no no i know that but like in that moment do you think like it was like a person that had to stand in front of him and read some sort of declaration and be like okay Uh, fam you're now king no, I don't. I actually, I actually don't know, but I don't think so. I think it is just completely succession. I think mm. that is when when somebody dies, you are now the you are now the guy. Uh, but Prince Charles, as we know, is now officially King Charles the uh, Third. Additionally, the social media accounts for William and Kate um, have been changed. They are officially the Duke and Duchess of Cornwall and Cambridge, and the uh, Royal Fan- Foundation based at Kensington Palace. Um, it's weird because there is a uh, Twitter handle for Prince Charles UK. Okay. And it's a guy who's a singer who has like a hairy chest and a mustache. What? Um, and he's verified. No. So, yeah, because it was at, it was at the top to- of- it's right to get back it was at the top of my feet all day. you want to hear him put, put the song in it's called uh, there's a there's you can hear a little bit of uh, this is prince charles uk you know king charles his first order of business is to get this guy's account Right. So that's King Charles UK right there. Um, Daniel Radcliffe on the red carpet last night for the for the Weird Al movie uh, with Dammit Maury reacting to the death of Queen Elizabeth. Sad news out of the UK. What are your thoughts on the passing of the Queen? It's just such a strange moment. And uh, but but yeah, it is like it's just it has a surreal quality to it, honestly, just because like it's there's never been a time in my life or my parents life where she has not been the Queen. So it's like so many things in the world and in the country are about to change it's yeah it's just very very hard to even like imagine the new reality mm. daniel radcliffe has put himself in the position where he can't say anything you notice that he didn't yeah. even say the word sad because he came out with the whole jk rowling thing and and uh, speaking out against her and he knows now that there's nothing you can say like he couldn't even say sad mm-hmm. or that like, he if you was sad to- anything nothing right? nothing no, he that, kept he, it i was gonna say he said it's surreal like he, yeah. there was no he kept he it very so terrified very safe if that yeah is that yeah. a good way to describe it, it was a very it's, safe answer because you can't now like no one can come after daniel radcliffe and say you know 
like why would you say this or why well, would you yeah, say that? Right? He knows what it's like to have people come yeah, after yeah, you, yeah. but it's it's really I, I I didn't think that it was going to be this difficult for people, especially somebody like Daniel Radcliffe, to even just say, "Hey, yeah, it's sad." Yeah. I really didn't. I didn't think it was going to be this difficult for people, but it is very difficult for mm-hmm. people because you I saw think it all that over Twitter yesterday. Wait- I think that he knows what's waiting for him yeah. uh, if he if he does. Uh, Elton John, on the other hand, uh, took a completely different approach, uh, not canceling his show in Toronto, but instead uh, addressing the crowd during the show and saying this. We have the saddest news about the passing of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth. And she was an inspiring presence to be around. I've been around her and she was fantastic. And she led the country to some of our greatest and darkest moments with grace, decency, and genuine very warmth. I'm, you know, 75, she's been with me all my life. And I feel very sad that she won't be with me anymore. I'm glad she's at peace, and I'm glad she's at rest, and she deserves it. She's worked bloody hard. I extend my love to her family and her loved ones, and she will be missed. But her spirit lives on, and we celebrate her life tonight with music, okay? That's, I mean, Elton John, he's tight with the family, right? Totally. But not even, even in that arena, though, not the reaction I thought it was going to get. No, no. Right? Yeah. I read something yesterday where they were talking about Prince Charles, where they were like, could you imagine not having a job for 73 years and then having to go to work? (laughs) (laughs) I know. I don't know if it was a real headline, but I saw somebody uh, repost Uh, the cover of a newspaper from I don't know where, and it said... um, 73-year-old man finally gets his first job. And it was a picture of Prince Charles sitting at a desk yeah. and with a, a, book, with a book open and he had a pencil in his hand. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So, of course, uh, I mean, by now the entire world knows Queen Elizabeth passed away yesterday. 96 years old. Um... Prince Charles is now King Charles, 73 years old, and he is set to um, address everyone at uh, 6 o'clock UK time, which is, I guess, 1 p.m. our time, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, David Morey hit the streets to uh, find out what people were saying. Like, this was, like, right when the news hit and people were getting all the notifications on their phones because it was at that moment the one news story that you could not avoid at all. Oh my God, that is crazy. I thought she was going to live forever. I don't know. I feel like her country is going to be heartbroken because they did really love her. She's been in power for a very, very long time. So they're going to miss her. But I feel like it, it was time for her to go, man. She, she was getting up there. <laughs> but instantly, uh, Prince Charles is now King Charles. Oh, I wonder how that's going to go. It's sad. You know, she's respected all over the world. So uh, you... You hope for the best. You hope that uh, Charles, if he takes over, is going to do as well as she did. We'll see what it's like to have a king around. Well, your money's going to change. Oh, good point. Good point. <laughs> well, no, you got to keep the queen on there for a while. A very sad day for everyone. She was respected by many people over many countries. And it'll be sad uh, to see her go. But uh, I think she prepared everyone well for up and coming and prepared um Prince Charles, her son, uh, for the new reign. Well, my sympathy to the royal family and long live the king. Um, it's, uh, it's a shocking one. I'm speechless. I'm sure the voice is here. I'm just hearing it now because I haven't heard the news for today. Um, may God bless us all. Thank you. You seem emotional. Uh, because, I mean, 
the Queen is an important person um, from my childhood. Been a country that was colonized too by the UK and all that. I mean, uh, it's shocking. I mean, I'm, I'm lost of voice. I'm lost of voice. She lived a beautiful life, and I think that everyone's going to mourn her death. And it's very. Sh- I'm a little bit in shock right now. I haven't checked my phone. I just came back from Europe, so. I haven't turned, taken it off airplane mode, so... Oh, I'm sorry that I was to I'm break the news to you. I'm shocked. I have to process it a little bit, but, yeah, it's it's definitely it's devastating, but it'll be interesting what happens next. Ah, uh, look, it's disappointing, uh, but at 96, she lived a very long life, and she had a very long reign. Uh, she was generally good to Canadians, but, um, you know, I guess all things, it awaits us all. It's something that a lot of us in our life uh, have only known her as the queen, so it's kind of weird to... I don't know, picture world without the Queen. However, I don't know, a lot of controversy. Some people are happy to see that era end. It's pretty sad. It's been around my whole life, so didn't know much about her personally, but I know a lot of people are pretty sad about it, and no human's immortal, so that's what I was, she was she 96. Yeah, I don't, that's a good age, and she, they said she died peacefully, so I'm glad that that she was peaceful. Honestly, it's a huge tra- tragedy for, you know, Canadian history, and um, I really do think that, you know, she's had a really, really long, successful reigning. And, you know, it's sad, but, you know, she's moving on to, we're all moving on to better things. Uh, you know, guys, Jeez. I totally forgot to call my mother yesterday. Oh, why? Did your mom, this is going to hit your mom hard, did it? Oh, yeah, big oh, time. Oh, really? Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Catherine's parents, too, I think. But uh, the idea of the money, because that came up in those uh, in that conversation, and that's why John Candy was trending yesterday, because somebody said, okay, if if it's if they, if they do new money, and yeah. the queen is now gone, who should be on the Canadian money? And that's why John Candy was trending number one. Oh, my day. God, that'll get yeah. my vote so much, yes. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Um, so Toronto International Film Festival kicked off yeah. yesterday. Where were you, more? Oh, hold on. What was the big carpet last night? Okay, last night, I was, I was so excited. It was awesome. It was the weird, the Al Yankovic story. Now, they even this... had a smash mob with a whole bunch of people dressed as him. Oh, <laughs> a smash my... mob? Oh, my God. Uh, isn't this movie, though, like, isn't this movie almost like a parody of it's what It's a satire. Al's, it's yeah. a satire. Because he does, like, a ton of drugs and stuff and, like, has and an he, affair with Madonna in the movie, right? They totally, like, do it in the movie. Hold right. on. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> But, like, okay, this is the most Weird Al thing, then. Yes. Because all of his music is satire. Yes. So, of course, the movie then has to be satire. So I always right. thought that it was the, like, real-life story of Weird Al. Not at all. No, because I don't think anybody wants to see that. I don't think anybody knows the real Al. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. You know, you're absolutely right about that. So who's, so as far as the sorts, Daniel Radcliffe and Evan Rachel Wood plays Madonna, right? Yeah. Um, But who, what other famous people show up in the movie? Like what other, not, not like, not actors, but like who's portrayed? Like what other, like Madonna, who else is in it? Do you know? Those are the two big ones, right? Okay. Those are the two big, the ones everyone's talking about. Not like Michael Jackson or anything because he's covered. Oh, sorry. Oprah Winfrey's in this. Oprah. Oh my God! Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Well, not Oprah, but Oprah. Yeah. yeah. Somebody playing. Somebody playing yeah. Oprah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, but no, no Michael Jackson because um, because Weird Al like famously covered yeah. a couple of Michael Jackson songs, right? No, 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 no. It's all about fake Madonna. Almost. Really? Uh, you, you can, it's arguably at that time that Eat It was just as popular as Beat It. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Right? The Bologna yeah, yeah. song. My my my, yeah. my Bologna. Yeah. Yeah. No. The the Michael Jackson ones were were huge though. And uh, what was the bad one? Oh, I'm fat. Yeah, I'm fat. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, yeah. You know I'm fat. I'm fat. You know it. And he did the music video for I'm fat like. 
yeah, just perfectly. like I'm bad, and like yeah. the 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 length of the Crazy. video was like monumental. And so, Daniel yeah. Radcliffe so, had to learn how to play the accordion for this movie. Oh my God! So yeah. here is uh, here's Dammit Mori with uh, the legendary Weird Al. Oh, Weird Al Yankovic, dude! It is an honor to meet you. You as well. Okay, I read that you were shocked that your lawyers let you do this movie. Why is that? <laughs> Well, you know, we uh, there are a lot of uh, people that are uh, impersonated in this movie uh, wh- whom we didn't get permission to impersonate. And uh, I, just, I just figured that, like, you know, usually in movies, I think lawyers, like, make sure that, like, every, you know, T is crossed and every I is dotted. And here, we're, and here they basically said, oh, they're public figures. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's a joke. They know it's a joke. And I thought, really? Great. <laughs> okay. Amazing. Congratulations. Everyone's talking about this movie. Yay. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Uh, what was Weird Al you, wearing last night? Anyway. He was a, a Hawaiian t-shirt. I, yeah. I knew it. I knew it. He had to, right? You have to hear the end of Maury talking to Evan Rachel Wood, who plays Madonna. Because you know when somebody takes like goes a little too over the top with praise? that You, yeah. you, you, you were almost like, okay, settle down. It's not that. <laughs> Listen to the end of this interview with Evan Rachel Wood, okay? Evan Rachel Wood, hi. Hi. Are you? See you. Okay, I gotta tell you, you killed this role. You nailed Madonna so much. I'm, glad. I'm so glad. I mean, I've been a huge fan since I was little, so I hope I at least came close. When you first transformed into Madonna and looked at yourself in the mirror, what was the first impression that you did to see if you, you know, nailed the part? Well, I, I wanted to learn how to Vogue right. Uh, and I made so many dub smashes in my trailer of me just dancing in the mirror to get into the groove and material girl and like a virgin. And it's just every day I would show up to work going, I wonder if it's ever going to get old putting on this outfit. And it never did. It was always as fun as the first time. <laughs> Congratulations. I am so impressed by your role in this. It's amazing. So much, oh, my God. <laughs> She's like, okay, thank yes, you so come much. Come on, dude. Like, really? Really? I am even, so even impressed she... by your role in this. It's amazing. So much, <laughs> <laughs> even, she, even she's like, okay, settle down now, okay? Settle oh, down. That is great. I am so impressed by your role in this. It's amazing. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Well, we are getting closer and closer to the big date. September 27th yes. is the Thank release you. of Roz's memoir, A Little Bit Broken. Yes. You can still pre-order right now, rosweston.com. Um, September 28th. I don't know if you guys have seen the online frenzy about this, but it is going to be one of the biggest nights in the entire city. <laughs> it's dubbed... Now. Wild Night at the Bookstore. Yes, the the book signing. It is uh, the book signing. Entire Roz and Mocha show will be there to support our guy, Roz. Uh, books will be on hand, of course, at Indigo, sure. at Bay and Bloor, where this is taking place. Yeah. At 7 p.m., correct? 7 p.m. on the 28th. On the 28th. So if you have not yet pre-ordered, don't worry about it. We're going to have a lot of books for you uh, that night. Yeah. And Roz will be signing those books. Now, one thing I want to talk about, uh-huh. because we talked about this before it actually happened, and we didn't know how it was going to go, and I had a lot of questions, was you had a set number of books that you were going to sign at, like, the printer, at the publisher yes. building, right? Yeah. And we didn't know where it was going to happen, how it was going to happen, uh, exactly how many books, but you posted a video. I'm going to play a little bit of this. You okay. posted a video. If you haven't seen this, this is on uh, Roz's Instagram. At Roz Weston. 
but it's a video of you showing up to sign the books. We are at the warehouse. This is the publisher's warehouse where all the books uh, came in. This is all just boxes of, um, a lot of them are my book, and this is the first time that I'm really seeing it like an actual book for the first time, which is kind of cool. If you ordered your book off Indigo and you ordered the autograph copy, this is this is what happens. This is me signing your copy. There's 500 of them. And for the 500th book, the very last book that I'm going to sign today, I'm going to put like a little thing in the corner. So if that's the one that you get, then you know that that was the, that that was the last one. Let's sign some books. And then there's a great montage of you sitting at a desk, yeah. signing all the books. And I made it exactly 20 minutes before I had to pee. <laughs> There's one that has that. This was the very last. Piece. I think you wrote, you drew like a little heart. So I put a little right? tiny black heart on cool. the on the, the very last uh, the last book that I signed. I, yeah. I did. I drew a little tiny black heart in the, uh, in so, the corner. So, couple of questions. First of all, before uh, we saw this video, I had asked whether or not they were going to set you up in an office with a bunch of books and a pen and whatever. Yes. Or if you're just going to be sitting like in the warehouse with all the crew. And right. maybe like a little fold-out table and then you just got to <laughs> yeah. sign the books yourself, yeah. right? And like I didn't know, yourself. and I didn't know. So I'm glad that they set you up in an office okay. and they had people, I guess, bringing you stacks of books, yeah. right? Yeah. So I'm glad you at, you you said about peeing yeah. that you made it 20 minutes oh because I was wondering when I was watching that video how long it took for you to sign all those books yeah. and within that time period, how many times did you have to get up and pee? I peed twice. That's it? Yeah, twice. No. Come I, on. Well, no, sorry. I peed like 15 minutes before we started. Okay. Then we started and I made it, I think, 25 minutes. Uh-huh. I had to pee. <laughs> Shush, Tifa. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. That 25 minute mark though, right? Yeah. Were you, was that you like really holding it oh. in? Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. okay. Yeah. Like really, hold, really holding it in. And then I peed again. Uh, probably at like maybe the one hour 20 kind of really holding it in, really holding it in again. Yeah. Cause it was at a weird time of day for me. Like I, I, and I said to them, I was like, listen, you're catching me at a real like off time of day because one, this is the time of day that I'm like probably my most sleepy. Mm. And two, this is the time of day where I've had all the water and coffee and everything else that I need to keep myself sharp for this time of day. And so I just got to pee like crazy, Mm -hmm. right. All the time. And so, yeah, so I peed I, I, three times during okay. that, like, that process. You the table so you could sit on the toilet. Oh, thank you. I, I should have just <laughs> brought idea. a couple in with me. Yeah. Now, did you um, get any, any hand cramping? And if so, how long into signing? Uh, no, I didn't get any hand cramping, but my signature started to change. Like, At a little what bit. point? I don't know, like, about the halfway point, like, things just started to look oh. different. And I was like, that So one. from, like, book 250 onwards? Yeah, and there's a couple in there, honest, honestly. Like, just, and, and also because it's still a book, like, whether my signature looks good or not, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, it's still, it's still a book and it's still going to wind up in somebody's hands. But I'll be honest with you, there's a couple signatures where I wrote my name and then I handed it off and I was like, that one was not good. <laughs> <laughs> so out of all 500 in the video yeah. that you posted um you said the the 500th book yes you drew the little black heart right yes. and that's obviously one of one someone's gonna get that yeah in any of the other 499 that you signed that day did you leave any other unique markings well other than a really bad signature yeah there's two of those yeah <laughs> Um, did I leave any other unique markings? Like, did you open the book? Maybe not on the page that you signed your name, but like, did you open the book and somewhere else maybe 
on a page, like draw another little black heart or, or like print. draw a star or. Um, no, I did one thing in one other book, but. Um, did you draw? Did I draw what? No, I did not, Maury. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Come on. Although it is my book. I could if I wanted to. <laughs> a my- huge one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, no, 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 I didn't. I didn't. Only because um, I didn't want somebody uh, to have their experience ruined by something I thought was maybe cute. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't want to start doing that. Was it emotional? E- it was emotional in an exhilarating way. That yeah. day was nothing but fun. Okay. Because Catherine came with me because I really wanted her there with me um, to, to go and sign all the books. And then the there, the other people there were, were from the, the publisher and they were awesome and super helpful. Oh. And the people at the warehouse were great. Like they had, they took all 500 books and yeah. opened it to the page and folded the inside flap over, closed it back up again. So as soon as they opened, it was already on the right page to oh, sign. Efficient, so man. they're just super efficient, <laughs> yeah. right? But I'll tell you, you know, like when you're signing books and there's people that are there that like sign a lot of books and a lot of authors, yeah. right? They just start telling you, they're like, hey, you know who's really fast at this and then they just start naming other authors oh, no. right yeah and then i so just now you're under pressure yeah, now i'm under pressure right they're like that guy's a machine and i'm like well i'm going as fast as i can right it's my first time bro yeah and then, and then yeah it's yeah right and then i signed those two books where i was like oh those weren't good uh, and then i was like okay i gotta slow down again now, right yeah. you know i'm not so and so or whoever the hell it was so when they they bring the first stack was that the first time you actually held a finished yeah. printed copy the way we were gonna get them is that the first time you held it in your hands? That's a very difficult question to answer. Um, Not really. Shush, Maury. Um, no. Okay. No. Did, you smell, did you smell it? I did. What did it smell like? Uh, money, I bet. <laughs> money, please. <laughs> please. No, it's going to. It's going to. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Uh, no, it uh, it smells like, um, I don't know, because I'm not like a big book guy, right? Yeah, so, man, like, I, well, like, I don't. Smell of books. What's that, Maury? I love the smell of books. You love the smell of books. What is it about the smell of a book that you love? Actually, like, what like does it smell, smell like? I like the smell of old books. Okay, right. But what does it smell like? Like, it's. Like old hands? Is that why you like to like... smell old books? Oh, so yours gonna smell like old hands? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it was, oh, uh, but it was the first time I saw one part of the um, of the of the book, which was which was kind of cool. Yeah. To me, um, but yeah, no. So so you signed all those uh, signed all those books, and I and I really I wanted to take them all with me. Like I wanted to take a bunch with me, and they were like, no, those are indigos, and I was like, they're oh. sold already. They're like they're sold, <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. So literally, I had all those books in front of me. I sat in five in front of five. 500 copies of my book yeah and literally when i was done i walked out of there without a copy yeah but it's still full crazy because you have still to pre-order it from yeah. roswestin.com yeah i gotta go order my own damn book now yeah yeah imagine you got the 500th one. Oh my god <laughs> <Wouldn't that be laughs> great? with a little heart uh anyway september 27th a little bit broken the roswestin memoir is out september 28th Wild Night at the Bookstore at Indigo at Bay and Bloor, 7 p.m. Yeah. Hope we can see you all there. Music by DJ Climax. Yes. It is going to be loud. Sangeeta Patel is going to be there. That's right. We're going to have rally towels. Oh. It is going to be <laughs> unlike any book signing you have ever, ever experienced. Yeah. Wild Night at the Bookstore. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ah, yes. Oh, the yeah. stars were in town, baby. Oh, my God. So many celebrities. <laughs> so beautiful, all of them. This is your first year, Roz. That I haven't done that. That you're not covering TIFF I at know. all. Um, In 27 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
working with ET Canada, mm-hmm. your then, schedule was just bonkers. And even before that. Even way before that. The 90s right? is I started doing TIFF. Crazy. Yeah. Um, Does it feel different this year for you to not have to be out there? Yeah, it's a, it's incredible. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, I, I listen. I, I miss the I miss the action. I don't miss the crunch. Gotcha. Uh, I don't I don't miss being so close to other people all the time. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I that's what I that's what I don't miss. Uh, I got a call from uh, Maury last night, who was real busted up about uh, a red carpet that he was on. Because nobody wants to be that guy on a red carpet, right? Which one? And when I say that guy on a red carpet is every now and then you'll get somebody as you're waiting, unless you're one of the first few people up at the up at the front who you're guaranteed to get an interview with. Mm-hmm. When you're farther down the line on a red carpet, the sort of culture is you all have to kind of work together, right? And the one thing that you hope is you hope in that in front of you, there's not somebody who's going to screw it up for everybody else. Meaning you hope to God that Nobody in front of you, okay, is going to ask something that is either going to offend them, piss them off, set them off, whatever it is, and then they just blow past everybody else on the carpet. You have essentially ruined it for everybody else. Maybe they would have done a couple more, but they've ruined it because maybe they just feel, okay, this carpet is no longer fun. Mm -hmm. And then they just walk. You don't want to be that guy that ruins it for everyone. So why did Maury call you? Because Maury was that guy who ruined it for everyone last night. Oh, (laughs) no. Who is it with? No, no. Now, that said, that said, okay? Yeah. In all fairness, Maury, you did not see this movie that, that Ethan Hawke was in, right? No. Because That's nobody saw the movie that Ethan Hawke no. was in, right? Okay. Oh. So that happens a lot, right? Okay. A lot of times on red carpets. And what did you do? You just watched the trailer? Like anyone else. I okay. Read some articles. And what was in the trailer? Them in the kitchen eating a lot of food. Who's them? Oh, Ethan Hawke. Yep. And Ewan McGregor. Okay. And oh. it's a movie about, I guess, like two brothers, right? Yeah. And in the trailer, you, again, repeat what was in the trailer. Kitchen. Yep. And a lot of food. Okay, so Maury really has no idea what the movie's about. Okay. And so there's a lot of food. And so Maury is tailoring a question based only on what he knows because he doesn't want to veer too far in case Maury gets himself into waters that he's not comfortable in. Sure. <laughs> right? Maury's not going to ask a guy, like, emotional stuff and all this other kind of stuff. Okay, so uh, Ethan Hawke shows up. First, mm-hmm. Maury awkwardly compliments his, uh, his looks, which goes okay. Uh, but then listen to Maury's question and then Ethan Hawke's response to Maury's question. Ethan? Hawk, how are you? I'm great. You are beautiful in person. Thank you, man. So are you. Wow. Okay. Oh, let's okay. go for dinner. No, okay. <laughs> Want to ask you this? Take me on set because the clip I saw, there's a lot going on in the kitchen, and I want to know, as a movie lover, when you're filming something like that, and assuming you have to do more than one take, what happens to all that food? Do they like replace it? Do you do you actually eat all that food? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if that's very interesting to anybody. The thing that <laughs> is wonderful is getting to be with. Oh wonderful actors who are gracious and uh, oh, no. supportive of each other so that there's a real dynamic that happens in the air. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And, and okay, then, thank you. And then, thank you. And then he walked away and, and walked past everybody else. Oh, yeah. oh no. no. If, Maury, did other people who were there waiting to talk to Ethan Hawke, did they all hear your question? I did, showed them in advance. I'm like, if we no, have no, to... The, the, the other... The, uh, yeah, okay. Like, if we have to share, mm-hmm. this is the question. Okay. That I'd like to ask. And they're like, that's really interesting. Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> that's really interesting. But do, now do you get the sense that maybe people were trolling you? 
being like, yeah, no, more. They, ask no, that no, one. No, 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 no because no, they don't no, want to sabotage their own no, opportunities. No, yeah. They all get the same thing. So, how so they control right, what right, did they right, all say right, to you right, after right, when he like when Ethan Hawke was pissed off and walked away? They were, they thought he was in a crabby mood and he should have just played along. Oh wow! But that's oh. my that's my thing. There's nothing worse than I understand like you know not really having a great answer. But when you yeah. get asked a question and then the guy looks at you and goes, nobody's interested in that. <laughs> He kind of said it in a nice way, though. He right? did, like, oh, but no it still stings the same, though, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I want to ask you this. Take me on set, because the clip I saw, there's a lot going on in the kitchen. And I want to know, as a movie lover, when you're filming something like that, and assuming you have to do more than one take, what happens to all that food? Do they, like, replace it? Do you, do you actually eat all that food? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if that's very interesting to anybody. The thing that <laughs> is wonderful is getting to be with wonderful actors who are gracious and... Uh, supportive of each other so that there's a real dynamic that happens in the air. Sure. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I, I, I don't think I it's interesting for nobody when I found it interesting. I have to at least plug this guy's movie. Where's the information on this guy's movie? Uh, it's Warren? called Raymond and Ray, starring yeah. Ethan Hawke and Ewan McGregor. It'll be on Apple TV Plus Oof. October 21st. Jeez, okay. Right? Yeah. I want to ask you this. Take me on set because the clip I saw, there's a lot going on in the kitchen. And I want to know, as a movie lover, when you're filming something like that, I'm assuming you have to do more than one take, what happens to all that food? Do they, like, replace it? Do you, do you actually eat all that food? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if that's very interesting to anybody. <laughs> 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 Great Ethan Hawk, everybody. He's the best. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Update. James, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. How's it going, guys? Good, buddy. Welcome back to uh, Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Uh, we talked to you back in July. Yeah. And you know, James, I've thought about you a number of times since then in the situation with your dad. Aww. I don't know why. I don't know oh, why really? this one. I don't know why this one stuck with me. So you wrote us this originally back in July. You said, uh, "Hey, Razamoka, fix my life. I've worked for my father for years. He's now much older, and his health isn't so good. He's always wanted me to take over his landscaping business. It was always the plan. Now he suddenly tells me he doesn't think I can handle it, and I've pushed uh, and I've pushed for this for years. Uh, I've quit other side." jobs just to help him out and now he tells me he doesn't think i can handle it uh now i don't know what to do after training myself for years for this what should i do and we tried to figure out sort of like what the root of the problem was like one why he didn't think you could handle it but maybe it was you know your dad dealing with getting old and and, and also maybe this was you know it wasn't so much the, the the business but it was time that he got to spend with you and that's what he was actually walking away from and i remember we had said that you you need to get the family together and sit down and talk to your dad as opposed to just yeah. doing this butting heads every single day because it seemed like what he was telling you when he's like i don't think you can handle it was really hurting you but that may not have been his actual reason so so mm-hmm. what do you remember from the from the conversation when we all talked that first time um i took in uh what you would said like to sit down with him and get other family members involved so me and my sister um, met up with him for our coffee and stuff and we all had a chat and um, did what you said how to talk with him and you know my sister put in her two cents as well and um, because your sister agreed right yeah yeah oh yeah 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 because I I think um, one of the things we had said is that maybe your dad he's just been doing this for so long like this is his business he didn't want to give the empire up just yet yeah okay so what did you say to your dad or what did you and your sister say? Well, I basically, not so much of an ultimatum, but like um, if he's just going to work himself to death to the ground and just, you know, whenever he decides to either get rid of the company or whatever, um, he, 
I told him that um, either I, you know, like look for another job or, you know, you give give some trust to me yeah. and let me start doing some stuff. So about a week or two after that, you know, let him sit on that. He <laughs> pulled me into his office and kind of had a talk with me. And I'm, I'm now managing his company. Oh, you oh, are? Oh, no, nice. hey, that's yeah. amazing. So what, how did All that right. talk go? How did that talk go? It was hard for him. He's yeah. very stubborn. I mean, he he got angry when we talked, and oh, me wow. and my sister kind of, yeah. So, so what, and, uh, what, what, what was it when you had, when your dad pulled you into his office that day and you guys were sitting there having that conversation, did, did you figure out sort of like where it was coming from? Like what was his actual fear or what was his, where was his actual sort of hesitation coming from? Because it obviously wasn't that he didn't think that you could handle it. It had to have been something else. So what do you figure it was? Uh, I think he just thinks I couldn't handle the stress of it. Oh, gotcha. Uh, like owning a big business and stuff. You know right. what I mean? But he didn't right. say directly to you, James, I don't think you could run this business because of this, this, and this. No, he, okay. he ended up, like when we had our talk, he ended up telling me that he, he thinks I can't handle stress too well. Right. Mm. So he was sort of doing this to protect you in some weird way that just, he said it, he said it in a way that really hurt your feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Dads, dads, eh? dads <laughs> idiots. So things are, are great now. You're managing uh, the family landscaping business. What is he doing? What's his role? Is it more um, kind of like subdued or is he still kind of trying to call the shots? He just chills in his office all day you know, working on invoices and quotes and okay. he's started teaching me how to do invoices recently. And, um, you know, I've been out quoting jobs now and taking measurements to prepare materials for jobs and whatnot. Okay. So things are slowly starting to move along. Has he said to you at what point he's just going to like officially pack it in and hand everything over to you? Or do you think, do you kind of see this as like a slow transition? It's going to be a slow transition. I'm sure. I mean, yeah. eventually he's going to just like, not be there anymore but at the same time i also think he's always gonna have his nose in it a little bit which is fine with me yeah yeah well because that's so much is his you know so much of his identity is tied into that you know like he he built it he's proud of it and you know who is he if he doesn't have that and that's how a lot of guys feel it's how a lot of men feel right yeah, oh yeah um so i think that you know part of your job in all of this is to to make sure that that the smaller his role gets within the company is that you still have to sort of make him feel like he matters. You know what I mean? Oh, a hundred, a 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if not that I'll feel stuck in certain situations, if I'm like measuring out for material or yeah. whatever the case may be, I'll still call him just to, you know, get his two cents and stuff, yeah. even though he's leaving it up to me just so he can feel needed. Yeah. Okay. I don't ever want him to not feel needed. Yeah. It's his business. Right. That's of course. smart. That's smart. That's you're, great. You're, dude. you're a, you're a good kid. Well, Apparently last time I'm I'm a schmuck. <laughs> oh, wow. You really remembered everything about that last phone call. <laughs> oh, I listened to the podcast yesterday. Wait a second. Who called you a schmuck? You did. Did I? Yeah. Why? Why did I call you a schmuck? You dissed the guy. You I'm his idiot. Maybe I'm his idiot son. Oh yeah, well I didn't know. I thought maybe I thought maybe you were an idiot. Uh, oh, well, no. you're not. You're a loving son that cares about his father <laughs> and uh, cares about preserving the business, the family business. Congratulations, James. Thanks, guys. Right on. Uh, you take care, bro. Oh, whoa, whoa. whoa. What? Are you guys gonna ask me? Oh, okay, James. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Well, even though I'm a schmuck, it's going to have to be Rosmo. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> James! <laughs> you son of a... Nah, he, everything that's coming out about his book, I can relate to a lot of it, so I oh, kind of feel, you know...
Yeah, you feel I that do. connection. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah but um, I'll see you guys on the 28th. You coming to the book signing? 100%. Nice. Wild night at the bookstore, bro. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it is going to be a wild night at the bookstore. Love you, James. Take care, bro. All right. Take care, guys. Looking for some advice? Be a part of Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Text FML with your question to 925 Kiss 92.5. Kevin Smith is out talking about Ben Affleck's wedding again. Again? Yeah, oh, and and you, and you know that like they, I'm, they try to keep that quiet, mm-hmm. right? Like super quiet. And even no even way. right after it happened, Kevin Smith was like not even really admitting that he was there, but then totally admitted that he was there and said like how beautiful it was and everything else. So I don't know what the conversation between Kevin Smith and Ben Affleck has been, but Kevin Smith just like you can't tell Kevin Smith to not talk about stuff. Like he's just like he's not that guy, right? Like I. Mm, you think he would have reached out to Ben and said, "I'm getting asked a no, couple I, things." No, and, I don't. I don't think. Or you think it just comes up in conversation and he just slips? Yeah, I, I think that. I think that he thinks that. Like, I, th- I think that there's just some stuff that Kevin Smith is going to talk about that he maybe feels like isn't sacred. I'm sure that there was like some stuff at that wedding that that sort of was sacred. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but he was on the View yesterday uh, oh, no. talking about. The speech that Ben Affleck gave. Um, oh, yeah, at his, really? Uh, yeah, which to me seems like that's Ooh. not something that they wanted out. But that's anyway, like, so so here's here's Kevin Smith. It was one of the five most breathtaking moments of my life watching oh. these two kids who spent like all this time together, hardcore in the beginning that I was there for. You got to see it, yeah. Ground Zero, man. Like they were just so in love, and then it kind of imploded and they fell apart. And they had these separate <laughs> lives and built lives and then managed to come back mm-hmm. together, find each other, and, like, stick the landing. Uh, I, I was bawling the whole oh. the whole time. He's one of my favorite writers on the planet. Yeah. So he wrote his, his vows. They wrote their vows. But he wrote a big speech that he read to her at the wedding, which was breathtaking. Uh, it, and it was long. Like, those are one of my favorite things about Ben. He's his own biggest fan, so he wrote, like, a 12-page speech. <laughs> That was the second biggest thought. I was like, keep talking, keep talking. Yes. I feel like that's information that Ben Affleck did not want to get out there. Right? Like 12 pages. Like, cool. Say that the speech was beautiful. Say it made you cry. From your own perspective, that's fine. Uh I appreciate it, bro. Thank you for being a good bro. Don't be telling people I wrote 12 damn pages. And that's like a, that's probably like an an 18, 19, 20 minute speech. Mm -hmm. Right? Do you think it's 12 pages double spaced? Well, no. I mean, um, I, even still, I mean, like you're looking at like, you know, probably like, yeah, you're probably looking at like, you know, 20, 20 minutes for that speech. Realistically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. And big font, little font. Like, I mean, there's I'm asking because like 12 pages depends on how many words. Well, let's just say normal font. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't, I don't I don't I don't. They didn't look like uh, flashcards. Right. <laughs> Where it was like, <laughs> like when you try and teach a child to read. Right. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Wedding. Was not like cue cards? Flower. Like Fallon's reading. Did you ever have cue cards when you do speech in school? Did you ever have to do speeches in school? Did I do speeches in school? You did, Chef. I did. Yeah. Yeah. You had to do cue cards. What was your speech on in school? So I can flex a little bit. My valedictorian speech. Oh, excuse me. Mm. My Uh my three valedictorian speeches. Three. Three. I'm sure you've said that before. My my um my reaction was the exact same. Yeah, I know. Wait, how do you get made valedictorian three times? Yeah, I was valedictorian in elementary school, in oh. middle school, and in high school. Oh, oh. wow! Did You're like you, an EGOT winner. Did you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> a valedictorian speech. Yeah, sorry, man. You're choking me up here. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, you, we are. There has to be some sort of special award for somebody <laughs> who's valedictorian in, uh, in in primary, uh, middle school, and high school. Like, there has to be some, like, you're part of some sort of elite club, uh, right? Yeah, oh, they, they, give you a yeah. they give you a jacket or anything? <laughs> <laughs> Did you recycle any of your speech from, like, junior high to high school? Oh, yeah. My elementary school and my middle school speeches sounded very similar. They did, yeah, huh? Yeah. Very similar. yeah, you don't got a lot of tricks at that age, no, right? You write, you write one good speech, you give it as many times as you can, yeah. right? It's like, it's like one good shirt, yeah. right? You wear, you know, you wear it to church and the Jays game, yeah. right? It's your favorite shirt. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Has your 12-year-old, Roxy, watched yes. any of the Pitch Perfect movies just yet? Um. Uh, yeah, I think she watched one when she was when it was inappropriate for her to watch one. But she, oh, wow. I don't think she's watched one since. Um. So they're coming up on the 10 year anniversary of Pitch Perfect Part One. Okay. Because I watched the first one, I watched the second one, and then I missed out on the third one. Right. But that first one, I loved. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The first Pitch Perfect was great. Um. So Anna Kendrick, she's out talking about like, you know, she's at TIFF right now, and like everyone's talking to her about. The new movie she's promoting, Alice Darling, but people are bringing up Pitch Perfect because next month is the 10-year anniversary. And she told uh, a news outlet, I think it was E, E Online, told them that there exists even now a group chat with, like, the original cast. Like, all the girls that were in really? her group? Yeah. In the movie? I don't even know that when that movie came out, could you even build a group chat? No, but I so guess, like, like it might have had to have been done like after the fact. Like that's how fact, that's how tight they are, that's right? How like tight it's they not are, it's not yeah. something that was just like left over from that time. It's just when you could build a group chat, they just they still decided to do so, a group like, chat. Britney that's awesome. Snow, Revel Wilson are all in this. Um, but this is uh, Anna Kendrick talking about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think like by the third movie, it really did feel like, well, these girls are family. Like in the way that you don't even choose your family. Like we didn't choose each other. We sort of got thrown together, and it feels like I'm so grateful to have those relationships, to have this weird accidental family. And like we, it's it's almost like the, the group text and the hangouts are like exactly what people want them to be, where there are times where I'm like, are we performing? This is crazy because we are texting each other going like, oh my gosh, you guys, it's almost been 10 years. And like, remember this night and like, sending pictures from like filming the first riff off in that empty pool when we were freezing cold. So it's like, it's very, it's almost like disgustingly adorable. And I'm so like grateful that I ended up with these girls in my life. And prior to watching Pitch Perfect, I like I had heard of Anna Kendrick before, yeah. but I didn't know she was like a singer singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she can really like, sing. I had yes. no idea. Yes. And then that scene she was talking about, it's like, it's so stupid. It's like a battle, right, between all the groups, oh, yeah. right, the different groups at yeah. the school, and they all get into this empty <laughs> pool, and you know you're given different categories and what to sing about, and then yeah. they all sing from that particular category. Yeah. Shorty, get down. Andrew, Anna Kendrick, by the way, this part. Baby, got them open all over town. Strictly bitch, you don't play around Cover much ground Got game by the pound Getting paid is a forte Each and every day To play away I can't get her out of my mind Oh, wow Okay Because in this scene, like all the other kids sitting around, all the other groups, yeah. 
They're reacting like it's a rap battle? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. What's the uh, song that really took off from Pitch Perfect that uh, had that thing? Was it Cups? Because oh, she did she's the saying cups. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Uh, because she did the, it oh, had the, the cup, the moves, right? Mm -hmm. God, me and Roxy used to sit at the table forever trying to figure that out. Really? She got really good at it. I could, she, I could never fully do it, but I she tried, got, she got really good at I it. I tried it once. Yeah. Uh huh. It's not I, easy. It's definitely not no, easy. No, no, no. But it's, Anna, uh, I don't it's know. Not I, easy. I'm, I'd be curious to know from Anna Kendrick how many takes it took to do this. I have it here. Yeah, because that video, I think, is all in one take, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she's on the stage. She's auditioning. Yeah. To be part of the Bellas. <laughs> and it's hard to do that and sing. I got my ticket for the long way round. Two bottles of whiskey for the way. And I sure would like some sweet company And I'm leaving tomorrow, what do you say? When I'm gone, when I'm gone You're gonna miss me when I'm gone You're gonna miss me by my hair You're gonna miss me everywhere Oh, I know you're gonna miss me when I'm right. gone Yeah, it's great. Bro, it's great. Yeah. It. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hello. Hey, it's Ron Zamoka. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. What is your name? Alyssa. Here is the text, Roz, that Alyssa just sent to us. I don't really have too many people to share this with, but just wanted to say, after a few bad years, your girl has taken possession of my very first property today. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. You all have gotten me through some dark times, and thank you for the laughter. No matter what is going on in your own lives, you bring so much joy and happiness to your listeners, and that is amazing. The podcast will be my official moving soundtrack. Yay. Congratulations. <laughs> I will. Thank you. Drink to that. Hey. So um, what's going on? What's been happening? If you're comfortable talking about it, what's been going on in your life that you've been through some rough times? Uh, just I'm I have three kids on my own and just, you know, trying to take care of them. That's and rough. I lost my mom during COVID and oh, now my dad's in long term care. And so just kind of feels like womp womp a little bit there's no one really to celebrate with you got all the things huh yeah a little bit yeah that's a it's a raw deal how um, how old are your kids um i have a 10 year old son and twin eight-year-old girls oh wow so very busy busy household very busy life as a single mom right especially yeah do you have any support whatsoever um a little bit but a lot of my friends have you know recently also had babies and so they're yeah. kind of focused on that sure. okay um sure. Now, oh, geez. So you celebrate with us, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> which is which is so glorious to hear. Um, we, you, you know us. We love being a part of uh, anybody's lives. Uh, but when we hear from people where, like, you know, something great happens or something awful happens, that we're the sort of thing that they turn to, uh, that is just about the greatest thing that you could ever say to somebody. So as rough as your day is and as glorious as it, as it is because you got the new place and everything else, know that you still absolutely have the power to change moods and days and worlds with uh, with how you how you feel and and you did that with us today. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you, Roz. 
We just wanted to call to uh, say congratulations on the new place and to send you our love and to to let you know that we are happy that you're in a happy place right now. Thank you. I really appreciate the callback. And yeah, I, the podcast is amazing. I, even when I'm working out, I'm laughing along with you guys. So I really appreciate everything that you've done and especially during COVID in particular. But yeah. man, I tried yeah. listening to something funny when I, when I work out. Yeah. Not for me. <laughs> Why? No. Cause when I start laughing, I don't breathe properly. And then oh, I like, no. it, like, it's just And then not... people think that they got, Bro, got to call 911. Okay. I was, cause you know me, I, I watch, I watch murder documentaries at the, uh, sure. on, my, on my phone when I'm working out, right. Uh-huh. When I'm on the treadmill. Yeah. Not and safe. so, so I was on the treadmill and, uh, one day and I was like, okay, murder documentary. And then I finished that murder documentary. Well, it wasn't even murder documentary. It was like a pedophile documentary. Oh my God. It was, it was, the, it was the Jimmy Seville story or Jimmy Savile out, out of the UK. I watched that, right? Yeah. It was a great documentary. Uh, but then I was like, okay, maybe I'll watch something funny. I started watching uh, Bill Burr stand up, right? And I'm on the treadmill and I almost die. <laughs> right? Like, because I can't catch you. You're breathing so heavily oh, and then listen, I, can't, I can't start laughing and everything else. So I turned off Bill Burr and then I just started watching some other, that started off with That's a body. That's why you're at the gym. You yeah. got to work on that cardio. I know. I know. <laughs> Get that heart rate up. <laughs> Well, Alyssa, uh, you making time to listen to our show means so much to us. Thank you. Uh, again, we're sending you a lot of love. Thank you for reaching out. And between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Ooh, um, I'm going to say Roz. And can I share why? Because I know he doesn't actually really like that. But yeah. <laughs> I think oh, please that do. <laughs> um, I wanted to say because oftentimes people will say they love Mocha's laugh so much and it's infectious, which it is. And brings so much joy to everyone. But the person who makes Mocha laugh is Roz. So I think we really need to appreciate that. Thank you, Roz, for making me laugh. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the look on his face right now, Alyssa. I am so glad you said what you just said. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Love uh, you lots, Alyssa. Love you, Alyssa. Have Alyssa. a Thank great you, day. Love. You too. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, love. Tiff, this time of year, all the big stars in town, um, we get an opportunity to to get close to. Uh, both Dan Mori and Deepa from the Ronza Mocha Show, covering as many of the carpets as possible. And I would have to say for Deepa, your Tiff experience <laughs> this year is the most <laughs> Deepa Tiff experience that could ever have happened. <laughs> Yeah, it's very questionable. I'll say that that for sure. (laughs) Yeah, it does. (laughs) Oh, my God. So um, one of the big carpets yesterday was for the greatest beer run ever, starring Zac Efron. Yeah. Which will be on Apple TV Plus on September 30th. Which is that movie that was based off that article that really happened, right? It was a guy. And I had no idea. Yeah, it was a guy from New York who um, his, he had served in, I don't know, like the Navy or something like that, but he wasn't in combat in Vietnam and he was back in New York mm-hmm. and like the they were all just drinking in a bar and the conversation was like, hey, man, those guys are so great that are over there doing their thing. I wish I could just give him a beer. And this guy's like, that's a great idea. And he goes on a beer run from New York City to Vietnam in like while like guys are in the bush like in combat to give out beers to all the dudes from the neighborhood he's trying to be a surprise bro (laughs) yeah yeah man (laughs) yeah it's a crazy story so deepa uh gets close to zach efron yesterday and deepa Mm -hmm. huge zach efron fan too right because you watch like all the stuff from when he was a kid 
High School Musical 17 again, like some of my all-time favorite it's, movies. So I was I was super excited. It's yeah. so it's so wild that like both like with with Maury and Deepa, two huge Zac Efron fans for two completely different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Deepa just named off Zac Efron's IMDb. Like, like, Maury would just name off like his, ab, ab one, ab, ab two, one. ab three, ab four, ab it's five, the, ab six. It is the wildest thing that that guy man. Yeah. Two completely different fan bases. So, I love it. So, Here's what happened oh, no. when uh, Deepa, a huge fan of Zac Efron, <laughs> comes face to face with him on the red carpet at TIFF yesterday. Okay. Zac, how has TIFF been treating you so far? Uh, pretty good. How about you? Zach, thank you. Thank you for asking me how TIFF has been treating me. I mean, it could be better, but thanks for asking. <laughs> and, and by the end of your answer, how far gone was he at that point? Like, he was gone, gone halfway through his okay. answer. Yeah. Like, yeah. He was just yeah. walking away. Yeah. And I yeah. just stood there the talking old, to uh, myself. You expect he was going to be like, why, what's wrong? And then like have a full <laughs> conversation. <laughs> yeah, because you asked me a question. Like, I was so confused. I've never been answered with a question during TIFF. Like, somebody asking me how I was doing. I was like, wait, what? I'm, I don't know <laughs> like, how to respond. Actually, thank you for asking. <laughs> Here's what's going on in my life. Turn the tables. <laughs> yeah. Zach, how has Tiff been treating you so far? Uh, pretty good. How about you? Zach, thank you. Thank you for asking me how Tiff has been treating me. I mean, it could be better, but thanks for asking. So when you said it could be better, but thanks for asking, he was already long gone, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You He's that, probably off the carpet. Did you that think point? that he was like going to hear that, turn around, and come back and talk to you about why you said that? Like yeah, a like check in on he, you? Check in, yeah. Like you asked me, so hey, I'm just telling you how it's been going for me. Um, but yeah, and you, it didn't you guys work would just have a conversation like that, right? Because yeah, yeah. you'd be like, hey. Well, I mean, at, at least explain to people like what was he wearing, how did he look. Bro, I don't know. Like, oh. <laughs> it oh, was so short. Oh my like, god! Come on. A I mean, it could pants. be better, but. Thanks for asking. Just a flash, huh? Like just yeah. a flash. Could you, a was flash? he wearing cologne? Like, did he have a waft when he walked by? Like, was it a pleasant um, smell? Nothing. You got um, nothing. Tan. I got nothing. Tan. Nothing. nothing. Tan just... for sure. Yo, how uh, does jaw blue, look? Blue eyes. Yeah. yeah. How does jaw look? Like his new face. Jaw looks good. <laughs> you, <laughs> you don't know remember what, what his happened. jaw looks like. Do you know what happened though? Right? Like why? Like, everyone's been saying it looks like he's had work done. Oh, like, yeah, because he said he fell like, in a fountain, right? In his house. Yeah, yeah. 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 And oh. he had facial reconstruction or whatever. But, yeah, um, yeah jaw, jawline was looking That's good. That's, like, such a rich yeah, guy thing, too, huh? Oh, I was running time. around my, my mansion in socks, and my face hit the fountain. The indoor fountain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, how has Tiff been treating you so far? Uh, pretty good. How about you? Zach, thank you. Thank you for asking me how so Tiff yeah. has been treating me. Yeah. I mean, it could be better, but... Thanks for asking. You know, yeah. that is the exact way I pictured your encounter with Zach Efron. Yeah. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> That's sad. Thank you for that, Deepa. <laughs> Zach Efron's new Good movie, The Greatest Beer Run Ever, on Apple TV Plus on September 30th. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, no, 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 no. Hold on. There's something I wanted to talk to you about. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Feelings? No, feeling. You want to talk about feelings? We can talk about feelings. I got no problem talking about feelings. I'm no. going to be doing nothing but talking about feelings in a couple of days once people start reading that book. Oh. <laughs> when do we get a copy of it? I was going to ask you that. When do you want copies? ASAP. Yep. You do, huh? Yeah. Uh, by the way, the memoir, a little bit broken by Roz, our yeah. Roz, is out on September 27th. Yes. 
You can still pre-order at roswesson.com. Right. So when do you guys want books? ASAP. As soon as we can get a copy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Sham? I kind of want mine the weekend before. The weekend I before? Want, I don't want it too far out from the actual release date. Okay. The weekend before. Yeah. Okay. I prefer it. Okay. Hold on a second. Yes. Here's, here's what I, I need to know from you. Okay. Because obviously you wrote the book. Yeah. And you know me. Yes. And how emotional I can be. Right. Would you say between now, let's say I get the book tomorrow, right? Yeah. Between now and then, would my behavior on the, would it affect my behavior on the show and our interaction? I don't if know. If I were to start reading the book, I don't like, know. tomorrow. That is, that is a really, really good question. I don't know. I listened to, I, there was a, I, I, I was going through the audiobook files yesterday. And there was one chapter I listened to. And when I read it, when I was in the studio reading the audio book, I read this one chapter in one take, right? Okay. Bravo. Um, and I only read it once. Okay. And I, like, I listened back to it yesterday uh -huh. and, like, I bawled. No. Yeah. Buddy. Yeah. Like, I bawled and then literally, like, flopped on the couch and passed right out. Like no. it was, it was so draining. Were Catherine and Roxy? <laughs> no, no, they weren't home. Nobody Roxy was, was at home. school and Catherine was off uh, uh, doing, doing whatever. So yeah. So there, tell, there's like Catherine. Yeah. I told it? her. I was, she's like, why would you do that? Idiot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the she's support. Like, she's like, why are you ruining your day? <laughs> and I'm like, I hadn't heard it yet. She's like, yeah, but you read it. And I'm like, I know it's sad. Also don't tell um, me to <laughs> to feel how I feel about my own book. And then she hugged me and kissed me and everything else. Like it was it was really beautiful. Okay, so so you want to know, Mocha, if it's gonna affect your days leading up to it. Uh, yeah. I will say there are definitely parts that hundred percent will, right? Yeah. So yes, like guaranteed there's gonna be parts that you're gonna be fine with. There's gonna be parts that are gonna bust you up. Um Deepa, I don't do you wanna read the book, Deepa? I don't know, man. You do? It's like eighteen I plus. Do. Yeah, I it's, definitely it's eighteen do. plus. <laughs> but like if I don't have to see picture, it's not a picture book, so I think I'll be okay. <laughs> no, no, okay, no, there's no nudity. Okay, yeah, I'll be okay. Okay, there's no, there's no, there's no nudity. Uh, damn it, Maury, I know you. When you read books, you read one page a night. I know. <laughs> I need it like last month. Right. <laughs> so Maury's already missed it. Okay. So realistically, when do you want your book? Like now. Like now. Like do you have it with you? No. Oh. Um. No. Okay. I, I got to be like surprise. Yeah. See, I got to figure. I got to figure out when the best time to give you guys okay, the books so would be. Okay. So we have from today. We have like we're two weeks away from the book signing. Yeah. You know what? I'll keep my emotions in check. Yeah. I want the book now. You want the book now? Mm -hmm. Okay. My the only thing I'm struggling with is that my mom hasn't read it yet. Oh, right, she should be the first. And to and read my it, right? mom, oh my, my mom's reading it this weekend. Is she? Yeah. Will your mom read the book to me? No, no, no. <laughs> believe me, you do not want my mom reading the book to you. No, she's gonna she's gonna listen to the audiobook and read along. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So my mom's gonna read it this weekend. That's the only reason why I'm hesitant to okay to How give about this? to give anything out before this weekend. Hmm. Okay, next week. Yeah. Right? After your yeah. mom reads it, right. which totally cool. Right. I respect that. Yeah. Let your mom have the first read. Yeah. Um, can I get the audiobook? Uh no. Okay. No. It's because it's you'd have to take my computer. 
Can I borrow your computer? No. <laughs> now you sound like Maury. <laughs> okay, no, okay, that's, okay. Like, that's like something like, like maybe like, no, it's at home. Maury would be like, can I come to your house? <laughs> right? Like, no, no. Okay, that, that's, okay. that's, a, that's a huge overstep. So, if, if, like, Monday. Can we say Monday? Can I get uh, a copy on Monday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll get, maybe I'll get you guys your copies on, on Monday. And then, but here's the thing is that, like, no, like, like, Obviously, no spoilers. No, I know, but like, there's the big giant thing of whether like Maury's in the book or not, right? So like Maury that, can't get the book then. Like, I get the book on Monday. Okay, so fair. I'm gonna find out eventually. Yeah, you'll find out when yeah. it's, so when the book drops on September 27th. What's that? Yeah. So that's the thing is like, do we exclude Maury from all of this? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mike. Come on. I know. I right? know. But you know, know what I mean, right? Like, 100%. there's so many decisions, and 100%. I don't know. I don't know how to navigate this. But, uh, but okay, I'll, I'll figure it all the out. Page out that I'm in, and give me the book. If you're even in it, I may give you a fully complete book without you in it. We don't know yet. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. So I want the book on Monday, please. Okay. 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 Perfect. Okay. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay. So my question is My question is Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Julia, it's Roz and Mocha. How are you? I am good. How are you? Good. Why are you reaching out to us? What do you need help with? My uh, boyfriend and I have. Um, broken up and I'm finding myself in a situation where I've never been single before. Oh, wow. You wrote this. Uh, Razamoka fixed my life. I'm 27 years old and I've been in a relationship from the ages of 13 to 21 and then 21 to 27. How the hell do I navigate this? How do I learn to love myself and be okay with being alone? And how do I get past this depression of feeling lonely and worthless? I want to be with my ex, but he's, quote, not looking to jump back into a relationship. And he was my best friend. And now my entire body hurts and I don't know what to do with myself. Why did you guys break up? Um, we were just not doing very well individually, and we di- didn't have enough energy um, for the relationship, and we just we had to split up. <clears throat> we had to focus on ourselves. When you say not doing well individually, like what does that what does that mean? Like what kind of place are you in, or were you in in, in the relationship? Um, like a lot of like mental and personal um, uh, individual things that we were going through. Like I had a lot of problems and I was in and out of the hospital and I just, I wasn't emotionally there. Okay. So who is the one that called it quits? It was actually um, amicable. We both just started talking and agreed. And how long ago did that happen? A week ago. So you said you want to be back with him and he's not looking to jump back into a relationship. Now you want to be back with him out of the comfort of knowing what that relationship was, or you actually want to be in a relationship with him? That's the thing. I believe it's both. Um, But I know that because I've literally never been single before, I am, I am worried that it's because of the comfort of being in a relationship. Yeah, of course. It's all you knew, right? Yeah. yeah, you're 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 in a situation where to you like you've relied so heavily on like emotional codependence yeah. that the idea of not having someone there to sort of fill that void in your life is terrifying. Exactly. I, I will say that having you've been in relationships for a very long time and I would look at this as an opportunity 
And that opportunity is that you need to get good at being you. Mm-hmm. Right? You've been a great partner, and I'm sure you've been a difficult partner, um, but I don't know how good you are at being you. I don't and think she knows how to be her just this yet. Is, that's what I mean. You have to learn how to be you. Take advantage of the time that you have right now. Yeah, I, I think that you need to sort of, you know, not move forward with any sort of relationships and, and certainly don't look backwards because you're 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 going back to you want to go back to him, not maybe because it's him, but because you need that thing in your life because you don't know how to be you and you don't know how to be alone. And maybe you don't even like being alone with yourself. Uh, but I think you got I think you have to get OK with being alone with you. And, and you've got to get good at being you. you can, you're the only one that can do that. And you're not going to be good in any future relationships if the, only, if the thing that makes you great is being in a relationship. If you, if you look at yourself and say, my best quality is, is that I'm a damn good girlfriend, right? That's great, but that can't be everything. Yeah. You, you, gotta, you have to get good at being you. And I think that the time that you have now to figure out yourself and concentrate on yourself you're going to come to a real realization that you can do this on your own you can be your own person and you're going to learn a lot about who you are and what you can accomplish yeah i guess i just i don't know how to do this going forward like i don't i mean they they say you have to love yourself before you love anybody else and i'm just like i don't even know what that means yeah no that's just yeah I'm just floating. Yeah, all of that stuff, like all the Instagram memes, like it's just it's there. That stuff doesn't help, right? Mm-hmm. You you are terrified of being alone, as you should be, right? You know, being and alone, it's only been a week that you guys broke up too. And and, and no and nobody know. and nobody's saying, hey girl, this is your chance. Go and be single and live that. No, nobody's saying that. Like I get it. Like I love you know I love being in a relationship, right? I'm 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 like you, where I just I don't like being alone. Who likes being alone? Um, but I I think that the the one thing that you have to do is you know. You, you you gotta you gotta figure out what you have to what you have to offer, but not what you have to offer somebody else, but what you can offer yourself. Does that make sense? Where yeah. you you need to be able to motivate yourself, and you need to have things in your life that push you forward that aren't another person, because when they fall, you will fall. And when when you're with somebody who falls, the person you need to be is the person who helps them up. Right. And so you, you have to become that person. Like you have to get really, really good at being you and the next relationship you walk into, you're going to offer so many more things than you have, because really the last time you went through this, you were 13. What did you have to offer at 13? You don't know anything other than that. Yeah. What motivates you right now, Julia? Yeah. Like if you were to think after this phone call, I'm going to start this today is day one. And I need something to motivate me. And this is what's going to jumpstart everything or at least help me to jumpstart everything. What's one thing that could come to your mind right now? Right now, just making a list of like what good qualities that I have that I enjoy about myself. And then maybe a list of things that I, I believe I can work on personally. But I don't know. It's just it's so weird. Like I've never done this and I don't I like I understand what I have to do. Yeah. And the opportunity I have here, I just don't know how to do it. So here's the, the, the main thing that you have to do to get all of this going is you need to build new routines. Okay. Okay. You can't just go with the flow and see where the day, the, day, the day takes you, right? You need to you need to sort of build a new daily life. You need to 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 and stick to it, right? Like you, you sort of got to build this new foundation for yourself. Okay. 
just so you know, okay, there's nothing wrong with fe- the feelings that you're feeling, okay? Feeling lonely and all this stuff after a breakup is completely normal. Um, but if it continues, like if you feel that this is, if you're getting to like months and it, you're, you know, you're, you're grieving, uh, and nothing is happening and nothing is moving forward, then you talk to somebody, okay? Like mm-hmm. you you go and you exhaust all your options when it comes to help. But as it is right now, get good at being you, build new routines, and just every day, right? Every day is going to be part of the rebuild. Yeah. Okay? Okay. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. All, all right. right. Love you, Julia. Take care. Love you guys, too. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. We might be seeing changes coming to Netflix. Might. Mm-hmm. It's not 100%. But Netflix is thinking about releasing shows, episodes, the way other streaming services are doing it now, week by week, yeah. as opposed to throwing up an entire season all at once. Apple TV Plus does it. Prime does it. Disney Plus does it. Seems to work because you got people talking about it on a weekly basis, as opposed to binging it for an entire weekend, talking about it for a few days, and then mm-hmm. out of your life, onto the next. It's interesting. I was talking to my kid, who's 12, about this, mm-hmm. where I was like, hey, Netflix is thinking about, you know, not uh, taking away the ability to binge and sort of staggering stuff out. So next time we get a new season of, like, Stranger Things, it's going to be weekly. And she was like, yes. Really? She Why? prefers it. Because to her, that's something new. She likes the anticipation. And I'm like, so just like TV then, right? Everything is becoming television. Yes. Right? Which when streaming, when Netflix first came out, it was like, we're going to give you everything all at once. We're not going to make you wait a week. It was a whole new thing. I'll tell you. You know what screwed it up for everybody? Mandalorian? Mandalorian. Yeah. Of course. Mandalorian screwed it up for everyone. But guess what? Streaming was awesome. We all love streaming. Yeah. And then Mandalorian puts Baby Yoda in a show. Uh And Baby Yoda is like the number one trending topic for like nine weeks every time they dropped an episode. Yeah. And that screwed up binging for everyone. After that, they were like, look at the mileage we got out doing stuff week to week. And it screwed it up for everyone. You bring up uh, earlier, a couple seconds ago, you brought up uh, Stranger Things. So apparently the next season, which is the final season of Stranger Things, that is the one show that they are not going to do the weekly with. Yeah, they're going to keep. And what I think, because they haven't. They'll split it again, though. I don't think that they've um, released how many episodes, but I don't think season five is as many as what this last season was where they did like seven split and then they did like two more i think with this one it'll be like maybe six stranger things it was they did all of them except one no it was all of them except two two the last two the last two because the last two were were long like movie length yeah 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 i miss one i only remember one (laughs) oh my god maybe maybe. you didn't finish it maybe maybe you didn't finish stranger (laughs) things (laughs) didn't one division screw this up too for us no No, well i mean it started with mandalorian Mandalorian. yeah yeah mandalorian it was baby yoda that screwed it up right it was that it was it was them seeing the legs that a show can have and how much it can be talked about over like two months. I have an idea. Yeah. What if you can click a button on your remote if you want to binge it or if you don't, and you decide if you want them to only unlock it for you? So you mean just like what it is right now? What do you mean? 
Well, I when 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 they drop all the episodes, I can already choose no, to watch them or you, not watch but them. But you click a button saying like play. It's called to, play. I mean, but, <laughs> the button's called play. It. If you don't want to know, it locks it and and it only unlocks it for you once a yeah, week. Or it, you can subscribe to binge and you can watch them all. I gotta now subscribe to something else. Hey, we're brainstorming here. What like, do you mean you subscribe? Are, like to pay a fee? No, no, no. Like you have to click to that version of Netflix. So you want, you want two versions of Netflix? Yeah, no, the no. binge version or the so what? Netflix version? and Netflix binge? No, yeah, yeah. The, 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 <laughs> yes. First of all, the the, the, the Netflix name, you're the describing right now, Maury, is Netflix. <laughs> yeah, that 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 Netflix already exists. I already have the option to watch things week to week. I just don't have the self restraint. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Man, I was just reading this story about like the laziest criminal ever, the laziest. Like lazy in his execution yes. or okay. See, cause I'm very lazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're this lazy though. No. This guy in Tennessee went to a Walmart, right? And he stole a bunch of stuff. Um, three TVs, a karaoke machine and a bunch of camping equipment, right? That's very specific. Mm-hmm. So he steals this stuff and he goes to how resell bad, them. How bad do you need the karaoke at home? It's, it, He's it, just I, reselling it, I guess. I'm sure it like wasn't that. about the items. It was all about what he could make for them. Right. Right? So he steals yeah. the stuff from the Walmart in Tennessee, and he tries to sell them to other people. But he's selling them in the parking lot of the Walmart he just stole from. Like that day? Yes. Oh. Walks inside, <laughs> oh steals the stuff, <laughs> brings it back out to his car, and then starts approaching. Like just out of the trunk. Yeah. Approaching people yeah. who are parked there hey. to like head into Walmart to be like, hey, you want to buy this yeah. stuff? I got a TV. You want to buy a TV? <laughs> I know I'm out of breath, but we can negotiate. <laughs> Like, don't even draw, okay. like, not even the fall. Because that's, day, the, that's not- the rule now. Like, you've seen a lot of these videos, man. I was obsessed for about a week watching these videos of just these, like, just, like, groups of people going into stores and just walking out with stuff. And I guess the, the rule was, like, you just let them go, right? Yeah, you can't like, do nothing you just, about it. You can't do nothing about it. Like, you just let them go. And so what are you going to do? Like, he's just going to walk right out of the, right out of Walmart and just go and put the stuff in his truck and just start selling it from there. Yeah. That's wild. I mean, he at least yeah. should have gone next door. I know you something, yeah. right? Next parking lot over across yeah. the street, even. <laughs> something. Right? Yeah. But not right where you. Yeah, not right where you parked. And then, like, 30 minutes after you stole all that stuff, try to resell it to people. Yeah, I don't. Jeez. I mean, first of all, I've, I, I can't really relate to this because I've never stolen anything like that. And, uh, and nor have I ever tried to sell something that was stolen. So I don't really know what the, the, the right plan is. But I think you're right. I, I think would that online. Yeah, that's what I would assume, right? Sure. Yeah. Put on Marketplace. Something, something like okay. that, right? Instagram stories. Hey, y'all. Yeah. This. Something. I watched the I watched the video where a guy went to go buy a bike mm-hmm. off of uh, off of Marketplace. I guess it was, and he uh, he got there, and the guys are like, "Yeah, man, it's like a good bike. You know, it's like a cool it's a race bike. Everything else." He's like, and the guy's like, "Oh yeah, can I uh, mind if I just like drive it around like the just like up the block for a sec?" Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, "Yeah, man, go ahead." And so he gets on the bike and he drives it up the block, and then he turns around and he drives past the people that he was buying the bike from Mm -hmm. and goes hey this bike was stolen out in my garage last week see ya and then he just and then he and then he he took off he stole his own bike back yeah i was listening to um what podcast was it i think it was this american life yeah 
and they were talking to a guy, I can't remember where in the States he, he is, but he does this sort of thing where he goes online and he finds bikes that are being sold that he presumes are stolen then finds out that they are stolen. Right. And then he's like, there's a vigilante yeah. that will help people get their bikes back <sighs> by meeting up with the person. Yeah. Who stole it. To me, that's just so dangerous, though. Yeah. Because you can get into a wrong... I mean, every situation like that would be perceived as being wrong. Yeah. Right? To get yourself into. And it just so happens that these people that he's helping out, and it it works out. And it's such a violation, too. Having something stolen from you like that, like somebody was in your garage or your backyard or your car. Like the times where, like, somebody... Like, I forgot to lock my car, and then I go in the next morning, and it's, like, ransacked. Like, the glove box is open. and, And, like, they lifted my floor mats. Yeah. Right? Like, what am I hiding? Under the floor. Like, what am I hiding like, under the floor? Like, like, you got drugs like, under yeah, there? Yeah, you think like, regular people are hiding things under their floor mats? Like, maybe, like, a quarter fell down there? <laughs> Something. I don't know, right? But it just, it was such a violation. I and I, I was, you know, and he took one shoe and a, and a pair of gloves. Because I like, guess he couldn't find the other shoe. shoe. Where right? was the other shoe? It buried in the junk in the back somewhere. Oh. But I guess... I, <laughs> I guess... look at the back and was like, I ain't doing that. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> this is messy ass guy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ah, what's going on, brother? Oh, uh, you know. How are you, man? Good. Good. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking sounds like it. No, man. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. No, I uh, I had a wild day yes, last night. Jesus. Oh, you? Yes. Hold on a second. Stop it. When Roz has a wild day. No, 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 no. Let me let me just let me just explain, right? Sort of like okay. just just the, the the two lives I was living last night. Okay. So all leading up to the book, I've been posting um, little clips of the audio book mm. on on Instagram, right? Which, by the way, great idea. Love it. Thank you very it's much. So good. And the way you like. God, you're so brilliant with the way you end. If you haven't seen these, please go and scroll through all of Roz's uh, IG posts at yeah. Roz Weston. But just like you pick the the perfect moment to end, right? To leave the suspense right there, which I'm sure that's the that was the intention. So I I did one. I posted one last night. I wish I had the audio for it. I don't have the audio for it here. Um, where I was talking about grief, right? And I knew that this was going to be a topic that a lot of people had opinions about and it was going to hit a lot of people and... um and, and 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 it meant a lot, right? It was it was a, a, a tough chapter to write, and it was extremely difficult to read. And so I'm going through all the comments, and I'm trying to get back to people where there was just so many wonderful uh, people who listened to this show and that were hitting me up, you know, mm-hmm. talking about the grief that they were going through. And so I was doing that for half the time. The other half of the time was monitoring the comments from the video that we posted when I really screwed up Razamoka's matchy-matchy word game. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. The word was long. Yes. The person, the contestant, said short. Yes. And your uh, your answer, right. instead of saying short, you said hard. Right. So so <laughs> my, my night last night was oh, watching no. my phone light up yes. with people being like, oh, my God, this is so touching, and I went through the same thing and everything else, too. To, bro, you said long and hard? Yeah. <laughs> right? Did you want to hear the audio of your thing? What, what's that? Oh, do you do you have... Just play a tiny little bit of it. I don't know if I can deal with the whole thing. Wait, there's no swearing in it, right? Because some of them... Not this swearing. one. Not no? this one. Okay. I don't think there is any of this one. How long does it take to get over someone you love dying? Years ago, my answer was always the same. I don't know. 
I don't know if anyone knows, but I'll let you know when it happens. Today, my answer to that question is forever. For as long as my dad is dead and I'm still alive, it's going to hurt. It never gets better, but it does get easier. All right, you can stop that. Oh, man. Uh, so anyway, so that's what, so that was my night last night was I'm dealing, I'm listening, I'm dealing with that and then I'm getting absolutely flamed uh, for, <laughs> for matchy matchy. And I was like, what is my world right now? Yeah. Because it was all happening at the exact same time. Like it was the, it was the wildest thing. And so I'm like reading responses almost in tears for the Instagram post for the book. And then I'm reading responses like dying laughing for people flaming me um for uh answering hard when the question was long mm-hmm. and but i was shocked with the amount of people that said that they also said long when the word nah, was hard trolling you. you think so yeah to make you feel better oh who trolls to make somebody feel better that's like I a whole new kind of trolling i, I ain't never I, heard of i, I, I would love I, to get trolled like that yeah. more often well it happened yesterday right it <laughs> <laughs> was a long and hard day for you the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey, Mocha, it is the podcast. It is that time. Mm-hmm. Are you Love ready? It. Yes. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Man, the one thing that was holding that royal family together, Queen Elizabeth, after she passed, the amount of just anger now that exists between Harry and William and Charles and... I don't know. This will never be the same. Like if they, if they think that Charles is going to just like walk in there, be king, and then everybody's going to view the royal family the same, it is not going to yeah. happen. The queen was the sort of the, the queen was the one that everybody could agree on because she was an enigma, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the queen never did an interview. What? Ever? Queen never did an interview. Are you serious? She never she never did one single interview. In 1969, they let TV cameras into the palace to sort of shoot them. Uh, no questions. They just sort of shot them as a family. And what they what aired was them looking like a regular family just in a palace. And the queen didn't like that. And <gasps> she pulled it, locked the footage away, and nobody has seen it since that one time it aired in 1969. Yo, she got that kind of but, power. I guess you can. Bro. You're the queen. So, yeah. <laughs> She's the so, queen. Because, so, so she was an enigma, and there was a sense of mis- like mystery to them. Now, do and you think that... That, the, that the... doesn't exist anymore because everybody hates Charles. But did they do... Or did the queen do that? Was that her choice because... Like, she didn't want to get asked questions about, like, personal questions about family, or she didn't want questions asked about, like, politics or her views on no no on it wasn't it, no it wasn't about it wasn't about even the questions or the answers because she had tons of conversations with people just none yeah. of it on none of it on camera or in a formal interview situation it was about blowing the idea of what the royal family is behind those walls that's why she never did an interview but you know the problem is is that everybody hates prince charles right like everybody everybody hates prince charles uh damon maury uh was talking to royal expert victoria arbiter about exactly this and will people give charles a chance prince charles now becomes king charles the third what do you see him as king like well i certainly hope people will give him a chance prince charles has been castigated for years for mistakes he made in his past we are all human we all make mistakes but it is time to move on and look ahead to the future and i think when we look ahead to the future we have to look at the good works prince charles has done for over 40 years he's been preaching the dangers of plastics talk about a man ahead of his time he's been urging people to follow religious tolerance his prince's trust organization has given legions hundreds of thousands of young people a 
start in life that otherwise they wouldn't have had. Um, he is in his mid-70s, so he comes to the throne very late, but he's the longest-serving heir apparent in British history, which means he's the wisest, uh, most educated and most prepared heir apparent in British history. So let's give him a chance to, to see what he can do before we pass judgment. Mm. Yeah, it's almost like because nobody knew anything like the queen. Like nobody knows life without the queen, really, right? Yeah, like, yeah, nobody, yeah. Nobody sort of knows that she was just that thing. But like to see Charles, like we know the we know the dirt. See like, all we the know stuff. The, yeah, we and know all the stuff everything, that right? Victoria Arbiter, who Dan Mori was talking to, everything that she was saying, like all these things that Charles has been saying, right? Yeah, talk about plastics and and uh, tolerance for each other's religion, all that stuff. Right. Yeah. I didn't know any of that because I only ever hear and read about the terrible stuff people say about Prince Charles and all yeah. the controversy and then the hatred between the two sons. Oh, two and, sons, then, right? and, and Camilla and just and, yes. and, and everything, everything else. But but it's weird that the, the protocols that go along with this, like, you know, we were saying that it seemed almost like off-putting when so quickly they were like the queen is dead long live the king like i was like whoa hold yeah on. like already with yeah. that but there are protocols and there's protocols for everything everything right up to what happens to the queen's bed this is david moore again king charles iii has his own bedroom what happens to where the queen slept what happens to her bedroom does it just get sealed up or does he move in there well, uh, technically, Buckingham Palace is the official residence of the British monarch. So Prince uh, King Charles, it's going to take a while to get used to saying that, King Charles and, and Queen Camilla will technically move into Buckingham Palace. It's going uh, through a, a vast refurbishment at the moment, so that may not happen for quite some time. It's possible that he'll decide to open it up to members of the public for more days and weeks of the year and, and decide to live at Clarence House. Uh, these are decisions that we don't know the answers to just yet, uh, but we will learn in due course what, what the plans are. I couldn't do it. You couldn't you couldn't go you couldn't sleep no. in your mom's bed? No. No, 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 no. no. I ain't doing that. No, 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 no. Not even if I got new furniture, just being in that bedroom? No, nah, man. No, you no. couldn't you couldn't, huh? No. There's no way. Absolutely not. Really? Never. But what that if room... you had to? What if no. they made you? I sleep in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a second. So you think the palace has a basement? I mean, it's called a dungeon there. <laughs> Yo, right? I don't care. Give me an air mattress. I'll sleep in the dungeon. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I've never felt more connected to Whoopi Goldberg than I did when she tried to end the view early the other day. What? So what do you mean? Whoopi Goldberg, because you know, like things get confusing when you're doing TV shows, and maybe she just didn't want to be there anymore. So they're doing. <laughs> well, how the show long has she been doing this show for? I don't know. Forever. forever. Not as long as I've been doing this show, and I still want to end it early every day. Oh my uh, god! Wow. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, but no, but uh, but well, this is uh, this is Whoopi Goldberg. I guess I don't even know what happened, but she they're like in the middle of the show and she starts just starts saying goodbye to the to the audience next i want to say you all have been a great audience we love that you're watching we want you all to have a great day take a little no no <laughs> look what it says we got more show we're not done we're not, not done show. we Whatever. We'll be right back. We'll be back. We'll be back. Yeah. Now, now, hold on, hold on. Was this like 
10 minutes before they normally wrap, or are we talking they, 10 minutes into the show? Whoopi was done. Well, well, they had a full segment left with a guest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah. It's like, like this is your 15 or so. Yeah, this is your this is your future, Deepa. Listen carefully. We, this, is, this is your future. You're going to start zoning out and forgetting things. It happens to all of us. It happens to wait, all of us. I, no. Why is this coming back to me now? I didn't even say anything. Because you're the youngest. Okay, That's why fine. I'm saying that. Saying that you're eventually. At, yeah, eventually. Mm-hmm. eventually. Well, the Rob is already I, there, right? I look at the. I feel seen. I've never <laughs> felt more connected to Whoopi Goldberg in my whole, in my whole life. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you on Monday. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Brendan Fraser rides again. This guy's comeback for this movie, Ooh. The Whale, is really like people are just can't say enough wonderful uh, things about Brendan Fraser. He went through hell in this business, and uh, he, he's back. Uh, so The Whale, by the way, this is the movie that was at Venice. It's at, it's at Toronto right now. It's about a reclusive English teacher suffering from severe obesity who attempts to reconnect with his estranged teenage daughter for one last shot at redemption. Wow. So, that, so that's the plot. Brendan Fraser plays the... Serious movie, uh, plays eh? the Yeah, plays the English huh. teacher. And uh, damn it, Maury, quickly um, talking to Brendan Fraser on the red carpet, then we'll get to him, uh, Brendan, accepting his award. Brendan, one quick question. You said this was the most important male character you've ever played. Why? What did you mean by that? He's a hero. He's a hero. He's the hero of his own story. Congratulations. Cheers. He has wow. been nothing but just like emotional, like mm-hmm. uh, during both of these. Like every time you see him, he looks like he's just like on the verge of tears because the reception to him in this oh. film has been so bloody beautiful. Right? He's getting his flowers. Now, here's the thing. Here's my question. Yeah. Do you think? Is it because of his performance in the movie or is it because he's been away for so long and people are just extremely happy that both he's back or is it both yeah i think it's both yeah. i think it's both i think that i think that the pe- i think Good. people in the business know because he went through hell he had, had a lot of physical problems too he had a lot of surgeries yeah uh, to repair a lot of things but then also he had accused the um the head of the hollywood foreign press association i believe the people who run the golden globes of sexual assault uh, and then was blackballed from uh, Hollywood, not mm. in any sort of like official capacity, but he his career dried up, and now he's sort of back, and everybody is understanding just how beautiful and wonderful Brendan Fraser was. So uh, Brendan Fraser uh, at the Toronto National Film Festival last night accepting the award at the uh, TIFF Tribute Awards for his performance. Thank you to everyone at TIFF, oh, especially Cameron Bailey. Um, I just I want you to know how deeply I appreciate this affirmation. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for this tribute award performance. It means a heck of a lot more to me than a participation bowling trophy. Um, okay, um, one more thing. Um, I know not all that may be coming, but be it what it will, I will go to it laughing. That was our friend Herman Melville in 1851. It's just been upcycled for you by your friend Brian Fosher. <laughs> Toronto International Film Festival 2022. Thank you. Have a laugh on me. You've earned it. Thank Aww, you. All beautiful. Right. Great, huh? Yeah, and you deserve Sadie it all, Sadie Sink is in that movie. Does she play the daughter? Oh, sorry. What's that, Maury? Sorry. Yeah? Yes. And she is... Max. Max. From Stranger Things. Thank you. Yes. yes that's why she looks so familiar. You know, okay left field here, but my favorite Brendan Fraser movie yeah. is Bedazzled. 
Do you guys remember that? Bedazzled? It was yeah. not Blast from the Past? No. Really? Yeah, and it's not any of the other, uh, any of his other comedies. Encino Man was such a classic. I, I love Encino Bedazzled was Man. from 2000 with uh, Elizabeth Hurley, where she is the devil. Yeah. And then he's like, in exchange for his soul, like he gets like seven wishes. Right. And he wants to just like fall in love with the love of his life or who he thinks is the love of his life. Yeah. Anyway, it's so dumb. I don't it's know my if they've ever seen it. What did Dudley do right? No, no, that's nobody's favorite Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Come on. And he also did uh, George of the Jungle, oh, which, yeah. which is just dumb. Um, but Encino Man was great. And uh, of course, The Mummy. The, 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 mummy oh, the series, Mummy movies. Right? Um, did you ever see Airheads? That Airheads. movie where it was like him and Adam Sandler and another guy, they were in like a metal band. No. Where they took over a radio station because they wanted their song played. Maybe. And the name of their band was the Lone Rangers. And there was always a problem because they're like, well, if there's Rangers, they're not lone. <laughs> right? Steve Buscemi. Yeah, Steve Buscemi. That's who oh it was. It was Farley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a great yeah. That's a Brenda Fraser movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, love the guy. Congratulations, Brenda Fraser. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Drake um, was doing, he was like co hosting. Uh, a Nike Maxim Awards event in Oregon, and uh, Drake like Maxim Maxim. I don't know what the hell that means. Is that like <laughs> Nike Maxim, like a shoe, or is that Nike Maxim, like the magazine? I don't know. Maxim, like the magazine, Shem? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yo, I used to be all about Maxim back in the day. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so, so Drake up there uh, doing jokes. Listen to this. <laughs> Nike is fifty. Nike's so old it's wearing New Balance. Yes. <laughs> Nike is 50. Nike's so, Nike so old they're wearing New Balance. No, what he did to his hair. At the very top of his hair, he like, I guess they, they somehow rolled the Nike logo into his hair. He got his hair braided. Right. Yeah. Right. Cornrows. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, right in the middle, they did the Nike swoosh. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, that sounds painful. That sounds like a tight braid. No, it looks pretty oh, sick. Oh, jeez. Looks good. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Do we have time for Britney real quick? Always have time for Britney. Britney is, in, this is such an incredible thing that she's doing because Apparently, Britney has turned down doing all these major interviews. She has a book coming out that she's working on. But we know Oprah offered, and Gail King, I'm sure, offered, everybody offered Britney an interview. But she's just doing all this stuff on social media by herself. Uh, this is Britney talking about um, the medical procedures she had to go through uh, that her father would, would, would force upon her uh, during the conservatorship. Listen to this. One of the weirdest things I've ever encountered. I had three MRIs. I wasn't complaining about anything. I was just told I had to go as my dad and I had no rights at the time so I basically had to during the conservatorship I did it three times and I stayed in there for an hour each time and so the whole thing didn't make sense I'm fine I'm alive the conclusion the hardest thing is to just know that they were just being mean and I really felt like my dad was trying to kill me and I hope he burns in hell yo so is, I wonder if all this Bro. stuff is going to be in the book. Oh, of course it will be. Yeah, all the bombshells. Yeah, 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 yeah. It will be. But it's just incredible that she's choosing to sort of tell the story this way in little bits on her own social media. You're doing I the mean, same thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's the it's the Britney way. Yeah, exactly. You're doing the exact um, same thing. Yeah, I mean, not like Britney. No. Um, you know, <laughs> the man doesn't want people to burn yeah, in hell, yeah. or at least publicly say so. Yet, right? Wait, I is guess that we, my chapter I, in the book? I guess we oh got to wait for the God. book. A little bit oh broken out on September 27th. Imagine Maury, Maury, burn in hell. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Prince Harry has shared an emotional tribute to his uh, beloved late grandmother, Queen Elizabeth II. 
Uh, Harry writes, in celebrating the life of my grandmother, Her Majesty the Queen, and in mourning her loss, we are all reminded of the guiding compass she was to so many and her commitment to service and duty. She was globally admired and respected. Her unwavering grace and dignity remained true throughout her life and now her everlasting legacy. Goes on to say, uh, let's echo the words she spoke after the passing of her husband, Prince Philip, uh, words which can bring comfort to all of us now. Life, of course, consists of final partings as well as first meetings. And uh, he ended off Mm. by saying, uh, Granny, um, while the final pairing between us is sadness, I am forever grateful for all of our meetings. I cherish these times shared with you and the many other special moments in between. You are already sorely missed, not just by us, but by the world over. And uh, as it comes to first meetings, we honor our uh, we we now honor my father in his new role as King Charles the Third. So that is uh, Prince Harry. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, what was going on with Anna Kendrick? So Anna Kendrick at the film festival um, gets stuck in an elevator with a whole bunch of people, which is just the most Anna Kendrick thing to happen at the film festival. By the way, yeah. womp 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 womp. Uh, what's that, Maureen? It was at the the movie company's office too. Oh, God, I was just going to ask. That's terrible. Where, where elevation where? pictures oh. offices? <laughs> oh no! Jesus. Welcome, Anna. Yay. Yeah. So <laughs> somebody hit the derp button. So um, <laughs> so uh, they had to like. So uh, here's Anna talking about. Uh, she was just updating everybody on social uh, from the elevator. So here's Anna Kendrick talking from the elevator when they got stuck. This is why I shouldn't leave the house without at least like a little um, airplane sized bottle. Because you never know when you're going to get stuck in an elevator. Zero, seven, five, six, five. Guys, we have to ration the limited, the limited food supply that we have. Just vibing in this elevator. Oh, okay, no. so, and and Girl. they had to rescue them through the top. Like I thought that only happened in movies, oh. right? Where they like where firefighters come down through like the shaft, and there's a secret hatch. You know, I look at elevators all the time when I'm in an elevator, and mm-hmm. I rarely see any sort of hatch up top. Yeah, never they're, because they're never just, they're just so hidden. Right? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They all have them. They every single I've one of them. I've been in not. this elevator. And this elevator is like from the 1800s. Oh, and it has the hatch. Like this elevator, there were way too many people in this elevator than there should have been. Oh, because it was packed. If you see the video, it was a hundred percent packed. Did they, did they say, or do we know how long it took from the time they got stuck to when um, firefighters showed up to rescue y- yeah, them? Yeah, I think it was. Hold on here. It says uh, uh, shortly before 2 p.m. on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, she posted a video of her stuck in the elevator on Instagram. Yeah. And then, uh, which is that? Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know how long it was. St- I don't know how long she was stuck in there. But I mean, long enough for like firefighters and everybody else to show up. So Deepa was on the red carpet um, and uh, talking to uh, Anna Kendrick. And uh, here's that. Here's how that conversation. Oh, welcome went down. to TIFF. I saw that you got stuck in an elevator. Um, sure please did. tell me about that. I what mean, the heck happened? Like, how humiliating. But obviously, whenever something embarrassing happens, I'm immediately like, well, let's make jokes and put it on camera and put it on my Instagram. Because if people find out about it from someone else, it'll be worse. So, um, yeah, I was like awkwardly making jokes about the fact that we were getting rescued from the top of the elevator. I mean, I thought it was dramatic enough that they were going to have to like pry open the doors. And then we hear them and we're like, come through. Oh, no. Oh, God, they're above us. We're going to have to crawl up like we're in like we're in Die Hard. I'm sorry. You crawled out of an elevator? Yeah. 
yeah, no, the firefighters had to like lower the ladder down into the elevator and we had to crawl wild, out y'all. you know like in a movie like i was like i was an action hero girl were you wearing heels like what I was the deal off, i took off the heels but thank <laughs> thankfully i was wearing like a long skirt so <laughs> i didn't realize it was that intense but yeah. welcome to toronto i guess that's how we welcome you yeah, here yeah that's how badly you guys want me here <laughs> you're like you know what let's screw up today for her wow Man, can i tell you yeah so one time i got stuck in the elevator here in this building yeah. Oh, right? no. yeah it was me and one other person <laughs> yeah and it wasn't like the fire police, uh, fire or police that showed up to rescue. No, no, because no. I'm not that important. It happened right. like overnight, right? Yeah. So they had to call the company, oh, wow. the elevator company that manages this building. Yeah. And they had to call the person who was on call that night. Oh my god! So you have that to wait person, all that. So that person <laughs> had to drive, had to get oh, no. up from home, right? Drive to the offices oh, to get no. the van with oh, all the no. stuff, and then oh. drive here. Oh my god! And then they and uh, there was no pulling me through the hatch. They had to fix the elevator. I had to wait for them to fix the elevator. And then they and then the door opened. Oh, no, hours, the guys. Is these people you, called nine one one, and you just picked up the phone in the elevator, right? No, it was Secure. Oh, I pressed yeah. the in the elevator. I yeah. pressed the button, and it was security. Right. And security was like, "Don't worry, we got you." Right. We just got to find the guy on call. Yeah. Hours later. Hours. Oh, no. So how long were you? Maury, can you find out how long Anna Kendrick was in the elevator? Well, I, I do know this though. The the fire hall is literally next door to where this happened. So right. I don't know if it was that long because it's next door. Now Anna Kendrick has history of issues coming to the film fest. Last year when she was coming here, she forgot her passport and had oh, to beg gosh. at the airport to let her through. <laughs> oh my God! Really? <laughs> Do you pull up pull your IMDb? But listen I know. to my, listen I, to my that's voice. A great, I know. I'm Poppy from Trolls. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's, a, that's, a, <laughs> that's it's, the it's, worst one to bring up. It, it's, it's, it's interesting because uh, that's a really good question. I've had... Um, whether you just like pull up your IMDb when you're at the airport, right? <laughs> yeah. Which is the thing. But even though, but here's the thing is that I've, I've, I've seen this happen. God, I'm trying to remember who it was where they couldn't find it. And it was like a big actor and they were on a flight to LA and they were fumbling around and everything else. And everybody behind the guy was like, let him go, let him go. And the person there is like, I actually can't. I know <laughs> oh. who this is, oh, but no. I actually can't. And everybody was going off on the security person because they weren't letting this guy go. It might have been like Kiefer Sutherland or something like that, right? Jack Bauer? Jack, Jack Bauer, exactly. Right, Jack right? Bauer want to get on that plane. He's getting on that plane. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Josh Demel is a married man. Hey, I love Josh Demel. Uh, Josh Demel, 49 years old, mm-hmm. uh, marries a former Miss World America, uh, Audra Marie, who is 28. Wow. I didn't even know that guy was dating. Yeah. All right. Uh, in Fargo, North Dakota. Now, they got married in a church, and then I guess like everybody from who was at the wedding, they drove to a place called Duffy's Tavern. And like Duffy's Tavern is just like a straight up like pub, like football on the oh. TV and like a dartboard and locals in is, there. Uh, <laughs> is Josh Jamal like not doing so well? No, I think he's doing fine. I just think that like, when, you, when you get married in Fargo... 
Oh, ain't nothing to do. Right. Like you yeah. just, you think you go to the local, I think you go to the local bar. I think that's kind of cool when you go sure. at a wedding. You didn't, I, do, you didn't do that at your wedding. You had all yours in one place, right? Yeah. Yeah. The wedding was at an art gallery. Right. And then like a couple steps away was well, you the had like a thing, right? I don't mind. I don't mind, I don't mind that idea. Is that like too, is that like frowned upon no, to, I, to like just go to a not. bar? You do you. I think that's great. Yeah. I just thought that because like big Hollywood celeb. True. He, yes. He would want to do like the big extravagant type of right, thing. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 Where did you go after your wedding, Maura? You guys went somewhere. We uh, we got we had the exclusive opportunity of reserving a table at Katz's Delicatessen, <laughs> right. which you can't do in New York, in New York City. <laughs> yeah, right. You can't get it. Like you can't reserve a table. Why? Is because that, it's first come first serve. But I called uh, in advance, and they saved a good table. Is that the place um, right under where the Barbara cor- Streisand's picture? The, <laughs> of course, <laughs> of the corned beef sandwiches are like yeah. stacked. That's where when where Harry met Sally. Oh, that's the place from the movie. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, but I don't, I don't mind stuff. I don't mind stuff like that. But man, this bar looks like a regular like. Like it's a bar. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing fancy. Like about they this don't place. clean up. No, it's carpeted, right? It's one of those bars. Oh, it's like a no. soul. It's like carpeted. Yeah. Could you imagine what the carpet smells like? Oh, bro. Like so no, gross. So gross. Uh, like how much we? to stick your nose down and like take a deep nothing, inhale? Nothing. Nothing. No. No amount of money. I owe Maury eight dollars for uh, fake peeing on Matthew's toilet yesterday. I got to pay. <laughs> that. I sent you in for it. Yeah. No, normally, <laughs> normally I'll uh, normally I'll pay. You know, normally I like those little bets. How much the the? But normally I like to be the one that pays. Like I like to be the one that says sure. How much to get down and smell the carpet? in the bar, right? Yeah. You know, and then like I'll just come out with money. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um have you has, it, has everybody seen the trailer for uh the live action Little Mermaid? Yes. Yes. Uh let's play a little bit of it and then I want to get your thoughts. Out of the sea. Wish I could be Goosebumps, are you into this? It does. When I first saw the trailer, yeah. I did get goosebumps, but I have one problem with the teaser. Oh, okay. I imagine like the world, the underwater world of the Little Mermaid, it's just so bright and so colorful. Mm-hmm. And it kind of seemed a little bit on the dark, more dark, dingy side mm-hmm. from the She was the singing teaser. at night. No, but still, like you can have like colors everywhere. It just looks bright and all the like That's fish could be like... This is the teaser. Fish. I'm into yes. it, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God, that voice, huh? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, so Taylor Swift in uh, Toronto for the film festival and answering questions. I don't know whether this was like a press conference or whatever it was. It was but an in conversation with. Thank you. Mm. And somebody asked about the red scarf, right? So oh. what song was this from? This was from her album. All too well. All too well. And everybody has assumed that this was the track that was about Jake Gyllenhaal Mm -hmm. and that Jake Gyllenhaal still had her red scarf and whether he kept that red scarf or she got it back. But everybody is still very much interested in the red scarf. So here is Taylor Swift finally explaining Mm. the red scarf. What can you tell us about the red scarf? Because it must Uh, be a lot of decisions that went into exactly what... What can I tell you is the question. Did you get Um, back? Basically, you stop it. <laughs> stop it. Um, basically, the scarf is a metaphor, um, and we turned it red because uh, because red is a very important um, 
color in this album, which is called Red. Um, and I think when I say it's a metaphor, I'm just going to stop. <laughs> and I'm going to say thanks for the incredible question to whoever asked it. So was there no red scarf? Is that what we're led to believe here, that it's a metaphor? No. Yes. And also, Taylor Swift, how dare you? Why wouldn't you just come out like... When all this was going bonkers and be like, guys, there's no scarf. Well, because look at the traction she got out of it. Even after. Because she decided to, because she knew that everybody was going to spend an entire calendar year asking Jake Gyllenhaal to give the scarf back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, she, she, fact, she fact. ruined that guy's year, huh? She ruined uh, that guy. But the scarf is a metaphor. Not even red. I don't know how I feel about that now. Mocha's so sad. I know. Cheated. Up about it. I feel cheated now. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so that's Taylor Swift at the Toronto International Film Festival. Nice. What else we got? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hello, hello, hello. Uh, Emmys happened last night. Mm. Didn't even know. So exciting. I didn't even know. I, I, I kind of wish. I love Keenan Thompson, man. Mm. That guy's funny as hell. He did such a good job. Did he? Oh, great. Because yeah. he's like, I mean, we had this conversation, right? Like, when does Keenan Thompson enter into the conversation of the greatest SNL players of all time? You have to include him. You have to include him. He's yeah. been there the longest. He's 20. I would say he's the most consistent. Was it like 24 years or something yeah, like that? Yeah, like, how long has he been there for? He's been there forever. I love Keenan Thompson. Yeah, he's man. great. I think he's so, like, as far as somebody who is good on SNL, he may not be the funniest. He may not be the one who gets the best skits. But, like, as far as somebody who is good at the job of SNL. He's been there since 2003. Jesus. Yeah, long time. Like, Keenan Thompson is great at mm-hmm. SNL. He may be one of the best at SNL. Yeah. Like, he's, yeah. so, he's so good at it. Um, so he was uh, the, the host for the show last night. Um, give me number, uh, oh, here, give me number five, Keenan Thompson, number five, please. Now, a lot of the shows up for best drama were hard to watch. Stranger Things was hard to watch because it's so scary. Squid Game was hard to watch because it's so violent. And Yellow Jackets was hard to watch because it's on Showtime. (laughs) (laughs) Good one. Good one. Uh, Now, I love Squid Game. And if you don't know what Squid Game is, it's a contest you enter when you're in massive debt and desperate for money. Joining the cast next season, Netflix. Oh, oh my God. That's so best? good. He's so good, man. He's so good. Uh, Lizzo had one of the big speeches uh, of the night, one of the sort of big moments at the Emmys when uh, she won for her show on Prime Video. Uh, watch out for the big girls. I'm very emotional. <laughs> and... The, the trophy is nice, but my emotion is for these people who are on this stage with me. The stories that they shared, they're not that unique. They just don't get the platform. Telling stories. Let's just tell more stories. Um, when I was a little girl, all I wanted to see was me in the media. Someone fat like me, black like me, beautiful like me. (laughs) If I could go back and tell little Lizzo something, I'd be like, you're going to see that person, but bitch is going to have to be you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. God bless y'all. This is for the big girls. Oh, 
my God, yes. Lizzo, you were so good. And then Lizzo was uh, was back out to uh, present the award for Best Supporting Actress. So here's uh, Lizzo. And the Emmy, who is in her own way a really big girl. <laughs> I didn't write that. They did. Goes to <laughs> Brett Goldstein. So, of course, Brett Goldstein uh, plays uh, uh, Roy, Kent Roy Kent on, uh, on Lasso. Ted Lasso. Here's uh, Brett Goldstein accepting his supporting actor in a comedy award. I am a very big girl. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, I, I'm, I'm really going to try not to swear. The hardest part of being in Ted Lasso is being in a scene with anyone from this cast and not ruining the take by just staring at them and going, God, you're good. <laughs> And uh, last time I was here, I was told not to swear, and I did, and I'm sorry, but it meant the feed got cut back home in the UK, so my family never got to hear me say this. So thank you for this second chance. Uh, Mum, Dad, Tara and Matt, Zebby and Bo, I f***ing love you. I really do. <laughs> they didn't censor the show at all. Really? No. What? There's no delay? No, I put that beep in. Really? There were two F-bombs. His who, speech Who dropped then... the other one? Um, oh God, who was it? Oh, uh, uh, John Oliver. Really? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Damn, Roy Kent. Keep yeah. it real, though. That's interesting that they didn't do that. So, uh, some of the big winners, of course, uh, Ted Lasso, Outstanding Comedy Series, um, Succession, Drama Series, uh, oh. White Lotus one for Outstanding oh. Limited or Anthology really? Series. Yeah. Hmm. People don't like that show, huh? Or if Shem doesn't like that show. I don't know, man. That's not good. Um, because I didn't watch the show and yeah. I don't know any of the results. What? Yeah. Uh, only murders in the building. That one because well. I love that show. Did it not did no. not. Oh my god! No. They got like seven or Steve nine. Martin, Martin Short won nothing. Yeah. Nominations. No. Oh yeah. man. No, they did. Uh, Jason Sudeikis won. Uh, Gene Smart, however, did win for um, outstanding lead actress in a comedy for Hacks, which mm -hmm. is still one of my favorite shows that I've seen. Of course, Zendaya wins. Zendaya, she was just the best. For Euphoria? Yeah, for Euphoria. Uh -huh. And um oh God, there's another one that I wanted to that I wanted to ask you about. What what is um that uh, comedy series that I've never heard of? Abbott's Elementary? Yeah, what is that show? Quinta Brunson. So yeah, she Quinta Brunson, if you don't know her, she's she's a, she's part of a viral meme several years ago. It, it's actually uh, hilarious. But the guy from Every Day Everybody Hates Chris. Yeah. He's now grown up. He's in that uh, show as well. It's oh, about, is that on a, on a cable network? It's, it's on, on regular TV, right? Yes. Yeah. You can also see it on Prime as well. Um, and yeah, hmm. it's about uh, it's about teachers who are at, or in a Philly school, an underdeveloped Philly school. And uh, yeah, it's hilarious. It's fantastic. Really? really huh? Mm -hmm. Let's end with this because we're talking about television. Uh, give me uh, Emmy's clip number one, more from Kenan Thompson's uh, opening monologue. Tonight is a celebration. It's a celebration because for everyone in this room, TV is more than just how we make a living. It's also how our agents make a living. <laughs> so tonight, we come together to honor the greatest invention in the history of mankind, television. I mean, if it weren't for TV, what would we do in our free time? Read books? No one in this room has read a book in the last 50 years. <laughs> Watch TikTok? Oh, you mean tiny vertical television? <laughs> or have sex? Gross. <laughs> TV is all we have. From Netflix and chill to Paramount Plus and eating dinner alone. <laughs> Yo, Keenan Thompson, you're a real one. That was wonderful.
The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Fact. Everybody who stands in front and talks to Hugh Jackman falls in love with Hugh Jackman. Fact. <gasps> Look at Deepa. Yes. Yo, Deepa right? legit. You know the heart eyes emoji? Yeah. Deepa's face just turned into that. Yeah. Yes. He is the best of the best. There is nobody like Hugh Jackman. Yeah, people and love him. When you are in Hugh Jackman's sort of like sphere, his world, his aura, his wave, you you feel special, don't you, Deepa? Oh, my God, yeah, because he actually like looks at you yeah. and smiles and is like super pleasant because the thing with Tiff is half the time everyone just is like running off the, car- the carpet. They don't give you tons of time. But with Hugh, I was like... Oh my God, I think I love you. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. So here is uh, his new movie is, uh, what's it called? It's called... Uh, my Son. My Son. Yeah, right. Hugh Jackman, My Son, out on November 11th. This movie, I feel like, probably put a lot of things into perspective for you. So after acting in this movie, did you reflect on your parenting skills? Were you like, you oh, know yeah. what? As a dad, I'm oh. bomb at this one thing. And as a dad, I'm not so great at this other thing. Uh, 100%. I, I think I've changed as a parent in pretty significant ways. I think my kids would say that. And one of the things I learned from this is, so I think I had a bit of an old-fashioned idea that as the parent, you want to project to them confidence, strength, don't worry, I've got this. Anything other is a, somewhat of a burden to them. Or, But actually, I've got a 17 and 22-year-old, and I quite often say, guys, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't, let's talk about it. I don't know what to do. Oh, or oh. I'm worried about this. Sorry if I appear distant or... A bit aloof. I'm, I'm just in my head about blah 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 or the X Y Z, and and I see their relief. So that's that's definitely been a change. I just want to say after that answer, I feel like I want you to be my dad. Is that okay? Sure. Really? I'll adopt you. What? Yeah. <laughs> Official. Thank you. I it's appreciate official. that. Thanks. I'm sure we have to sign some form, but let's just say. Yeah. It's official. <laughs> yeah, the optics on that wouldn't be weird at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, just, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, write that headline for me. You know what I mean? Like, let's see how that would play out. Uh-huh. Right? You know? Like, no. <laughs> yeah. Hugh Jackman on the Tiff Red carpet yeah. adopts 26-year-old woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let that one play out. Let's see. Let's see how. Let's see how that goes. Nah, Hugh Jackman is, uh, and he's so right about stuff too. Like, yeah, just that's like, a great. And it's and it's hard too. Like when you're when you're dad, when you it, it's 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 terrifying and it's exhilarating when you get to the age where you can actually be honest with your kid, mm-hmm. like honest, honest, like like emotional, honest, like about stuff where something's bothering you and all this other kind of thing. And at uh, that age too, you can't do that with like a, a three and four no, year old. No, right? no, that's what but I that's what the, I mean. The it's age of seventeen and twenty one that he's yeah, right? yeah. Even with me with Roxy, she's she's twelve. I'm at that point right now. Or if I'm like if I'm stressed, I could be like I'm stressed, you know. And then she'll you know get the voodoo doll. Just get the voodoo doll, <laughs> <laughs> and she'll just run downstairs and look at her mom and go, "It's working. <laughs> it's working." <laughs> Shake it more. Yeah. Add more stress to the house. Yeah. Can you? <laughs> Where's the doll? Still in the door? Good. <laughs> is it my turn to slam it or is it yours? <laughs> no, they don't voodoo doll me. But I think Catherine just did though for one second because I need to slam the doll. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.